Come on, music. What the bleep, man? <laughs> operator <laughs> error. Yeah, that is that is totally operator error too. By the way, sorry guys, that was nothing but operator error there. I am the nation. I, am I was the born nation. on July fourth, seventeen seventy six, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things to many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost million. of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard around the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry. I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boy, David Crockett. Lee Grant, Abe Lincoln. I remember the Alamo, the Maine, and Pearl Harbor. When freedom called, I answered and stayed until it was over over there. I left my heroic dead in Flanders Fields and on the rock of Corregidor, on the bleak slopes of Korea and in the steaming jungles of Vietnam. I am the Brooklyn Bridge, the wheat lands of Kansas and the granite hills of Vermont. I am the coal fields of the Virginias and Pennsylvania, the fertile lands of the West, the Golden Gate and Grand Canyon. I am Independence Hall, the Monitor. I am the Merriman. I'm big. I sprawl from the Atlantic. My arms reach out to embrace Hawaii and Alaska. Three million square miles. I'm more than three million farms. I'm forest, field, mountain, and desert. I'm quiet villages. And I'm cities that never sleep. You Those can look at hundreds. me and see Ben Franklin walking down the streets of Philadelphia with his bread loaf under his arm. You can see Betsy Ross with her needle. You can see the lights of Christmas and hear the strains of all lang sign as the calendar turns again. I like that. Most people have no clue that in 2023, the best way to make make money on Amazon is not with physical products. It's Amazon's other company. There you go. I like that song, <laughs> Joe. I like that. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's a song so much as is it or is it a ballad? It's a ballad. Yeah. Joe, you there? No, Biden's to blame. <laughs> That is correct. <laughs> that, what were they saying on the news? The other, just oh, I saw that this was it this afternoon or yesterday. That's that they were trying to push. Somebody the blame needs to on, tell Trump that he's not made of stone. No, they were trying. I forget what they're trying to. They were trying to force the blame on on Biden for something. It might have been global warming. I don't really recall. But I was like, how are they blaming him? Every president has ignored the same problem for the last twenty years. It might have been immigration too. I don't know, but I just thought it was funny. All right, it's fading out of here, people. Uh, welcome to News on the Flip Side, guys and girls. I know y'all might have heard Jay and Jay and Jay and Jay and I all chatting in the in the in the middle. Uh, it's one of the nice things we like about the setup. We get to be kind of you know <laughs> egotistical assholes. Yeah. Um, 
It's a uh, well, no, really, it is his fault. I mean, come on, you can't really argue the fact that this this economy and this country's mess I, right now. I can definitely say the economy's his fault, but what they were trying to blame him for the other night, it was it's like no, the other presidents are to blame for that as well. It's not well, just some things, his, yeah, unfortunately, it for, might be not his responsibility to try to fix, but it's not his yeah, well, fault. Yeah. So. Well, you know what it is the box the book stops here. There is no higher place than him for the book to stop right in yeah. his ass. So that's where it stops. Kimberly James, Kimberly James, where are you from? Washington, D.C. Oh, you're going to be one of these bitches, ain't you? Um, I am from near Washington, D.C. You I know, turned out all right. I tell you so. what, anybody, anybody tonight who's brave enough or <laughs> smart enough, I will actually send you the link to our chat group, not not the chat, but where the three of us are, and you can come on stage with us and talk to us. Yeah, you can put your lovely face up here, and you can get your lovely opinion. Of course, I don't offer this often, so if I was you, I'd take advantage of it. Um, well, we were supposed to have somebody else with us tonight, so I'm not sure what happened. Uh, Dave, if you're out there and you, you're supposed to be here, was just just text me or well, don't email me because I don't think I got my email open, but call me or or you've got my cell phone number, so just pop me over a line. Uh, let me see, Sean. I don't know why it's calling. My brain doesn't work the way it's supposed to. Oh, Carmen! Now you send me his email, man. I'm gonna spank Carmen's ass, Sean. If you're listening, man, I'm a, I'm a I'm a text you in a minute. And uh, I mean, I'll, I'll um, well, actually, if you're on Facebook, I'll, I can hit you up on Facebook too. But uh, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Not you. A, di- a different Sean, baby. A different Sean. <laughs> oh no! A, diff- no, a different my Sean. Name, my name's Jack. You're Jack. Jack. Yeah. And when the new Sean, when the new Sean comes on, he's gonna be James. Okay. So that's gonna be yeah, Joe, Jay, Jack, and James, the four J's. <laughs> Somebody asked me the other day. They go, "Did you really change his name?" No, his real name is Sean, and he hosts two other shows on the freaking network. I said, "But on this show, he's Jack because we are the three amigos and the three J's." It's an Sean. ongoing inner inner circle joke at this moment, and at some point it'll be a four way joke and. <laughs> well, if Carolyn, if you're interested, because we are looking for a female host, some maybe a middleist kind of. If you don't mind name. your name being changed to yes. Jennifer or Joanne, yes, or unless your name's already that, you don't have to worry about already? it already. Uh, but but anyway, <laughs> uh, we are looking, so you can write me at icar at cox dot net, um, or no, I can give this email out. No, 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 forget that. But you can write me at that one, and uh, if you don't respond, you can catch me on one of the Facebook pages or something like that. And I'm all. We are really seriously looking for a female host for this show. Um, well, the old news and kind of dead empty space on both sides of yeah. my window. Sean's down here. There's a lot of empty well, space. Over there. When this show more. originally debuted, there was two primary hosts and four additional hosts. It was it was really nice, and I want to get it back to where it was, and uh, it was very popular, and it, and it made money. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it made lots of money hmm. too. So shit happens, but you know, eventually we'll get it back to where <laughs> it was. Uh, yeah, we're gonna get in all sorts of news tonight. Um, no, really, we're gonna get in all kind of good stuff. But, uh, Sean, why don't you tell them where you're hosting at right now while I grab uh, my good buddy Sean here because I want him to come hang out with us. Yeah, hi. Uh, I am Sean Kelly, and my show is Into the Night with Sean Kelly. I am on UPRN Talk Radio um, and uh, on this channel, and I'm on Sunday nights from 8.05 to 9.05 and Tuesday nights. From eight ten to nine ten p.m. It's a uh, so. But, but I mean, what are you talking about these days over there? Oh, um, I I, I uh, kind of like broke up the Sunday. 
Uh, I mean, Sundays, I'm usually mellow, a mellow show. Um, I just talk about things that are not hardcore. Um, like the month of December, I talked about Christmas and um, different traditions and stuff like that to where on Tuesday night is when I bring people in and we talk cryptids, UFOs, all kinds of stuff. And it's a little bit more hardcore on Tuesday nights. But Sunday nights, it's nice and relaxing. Uh, Michelle, she came up with the idea, and Joe, I guess, to split me up. Instead of a doing a two-hour show, I do two one-hour shows. And well, I really hey, like it. I love it's, it. It's, it's got to be easier on you all the way around. It is. It is, man. Uh, Sean, if you're listening, man, I'm sending you a link right now. Boom. Um it's 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 it is easier. Somebody asked me one time because I host, you know, I do two hours on Saturday, two hours on Wednesdays, three hours tonight. But three hours tonight is easy. I got you two with me, and God knows who's going to ask questions or what topics we're going to get into. So it's an easy show to do, and uh, and our ratings are actually been going up quite good. I've been seeing this in some national ratings lately, which is kind of nice. That's good, uh, Jeremy NASA. So so okay, look, how can I say this? I, when I was a kid, I was like pro NASA, up NASA's ass so far that I could probably see out the other side. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> NASA, I worship NASA. I, I, and when I look at NASA today, I look at an agency that has been beat up, abused, used for all sorts of bullshit. And now we've got Blue Horizon. We've got SpaceX. We've got five private companies that make NASA look like and standing still. I mean, oh, we- even we also have another thing. I'm really glad you brought this up because I found this on the internet today. I'll just read the headline for you. Uh, and if you want, I'll read the rest of the article. Yeah, it says, NASA responds to Navajo Nation's request to delay private mission placing human remains on the moon. And I, I don't know that this was published one day ago on uh, yeah. by Brett Tingley, space.com or something like that. Well, Imagine you, that. Like, I guess you could aim it so it just looks like it's going to miss the moon. Oh, and then the gravity pulls in and it crashes. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Kimberly, <laughs> well, no. Um, you know, it's funny he brings this up because there's a lot of stuff going on which we've been talking about the moon because NASA and, and SpaceX plan on putting, their words, a neighborhood, not a moon base, a neighborhood. I'm just, I'm sure there's going to be like a rec center and a main compound and shit, but their words is a neighborhood. Huh. Now, I mean, somebody says, well, it's the dark side of the moon. Well, technically, it really isn't a dark side of the moon. It's just an other side of the moon. Uh, but I- anyway, it doesn't really matter at that point. It's just, it's just, well, we just don't ever see the other side, guys. We just call it the dark side. Of the moon. It, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's the weirdest thing. It's the only satellite in this solar system that's tidally locked. That means the same face always faces Earth. So no matter where the Earth is, that same face is always facing how does that happen? It's calculated. It, uh, I, can't, I can't think of how many uh, astronomers, and, and I think including Carl Sagan, has said that it, it's mathematically impossible that, that that's not a calculated orbit. Well, a lot of people, you're right. A lot of people over the years have said that. They can't it's, understand it's almost, it. it's almost circular. Almost 100% circular. All, and then, all and then the way that way not. the orbit is, and it's it's just, well, you know, I've heard people talk about our solar system like that. It just, they seem... But now, I don't know. We're going to see. We're looking for other things in solar systems. It's a good conversation because... Do you remember one of Jim Mars's last interviews about the moon? Or I mean, I've been talking about just the moon, but 
Uh, I just saw it recently on a documentary a day or so ago. He, and he gets frustrated, like kind of like Abbott Costello in the uh, Who's On First thing, when Abbott gets frustrated mm-hmm. when he's trying to find out the dude's name. Like, well, what? I want to know. You know? So Jim Mars like, the moon doesn't have an atmosphere. Oh, wait a minute. It does. Then the moon doesn't have this. Oh, wait, it does. And then it, the, he just, he gets he gets really upset about the three Jim. different things. Well, we all know about the moon. They, well, we, just, we, were grown, we grew up thinking and we're taught no atmosphere. That's a sudden, good looking man. Now it has a thin atmosphere. Uh, and then it has a regular orbit. Now it's got a circular orbit. These things are not coincident. Nope. You're, you're not a coincidence. Hey, Sean, welcome, baby. What you doing? Hey, Sean. Uh, just hanging out. I'm Jack. Yeah, Jack, 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 Sean, Jack. So you're now James, man. So it's Joe, <laughs> Jack, James, and Jay now. I'm just warning you ahead of time. Uh, yeah, guys, sooner or later, Sean's going to be on our network. I don't know what's going on with Michelle. I haven't talked to her recently, but uh, I know she's been moving a lot of stuff around these days. And, um, but Sean's great to talk to. We have, we him and I have a lot of fun. No, he's bad. No, he's that's why he's here with us tonight. If he was good, he'd be somewhere else on one of the other shows, like the Arthur's Quill or something, because you got to behave over there. <laughs> no, you don't have to behave here. That's that's the whole point of this show. <laughs> you don't have to behave here. Uh, we're even allowed to curse, so even though most of us oh, don't, shit. but still, we are allowed. His middle uh, name's Patrick too. Mine's Sean Patrick. Yeah, uh, but I spell my first name right though. You gotta forgive Jack. He's left handed. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right, now we're killing each other over to Sean. Now, damn. No, no, no. no, no. Good. This uh, is the right way, right there, Sean. Yeah, uh, I Sean, mean it yeah. with love. I right, mean it know, with love. You know, know you know, know, you know the other Sean from the other network who might end up on this one. He spells it different than both of y'all do. So I'm not sure. All right, well, Sean's yeah, there's no, like, there's I'm only two correct ways. I'll obviously, I'll agree with you on. Sean. He's a Carolina yeah. boy, so obviously he doesn't feel that way. But anyway, Sean, if you're listening to us tonight, don't come hating on me, man. I didn't teach you to spell your name that way. Uh, welcome, Sean. Anyway, we we we've been started just chit chatting about different things going on, and um, we had a little musical intro there where I had to pick on Uncle Biden a little bit. But there's just so much stuff going on. So wait, so a friend of mine, he's in, he's a Ukrainian. He actually sends me reports from time to time. So he sends me this thing, Joe. I didn't know we had Bradley tanks here. And then he stops and it's because it's going to, yeah. So he goes on and on and on. He says, so the other day I'm sitting out in this, this neighborhood. He said, I'm not going to say where, cause I don't want to get myself in trouble. He said, and all of a sudden I see a battalion of Bradley's come rolling on. He said, out of nowhere, he said, it was like 300 Russians, 25 tanks just started hauling ass the other way. He's got it on video. And so I was like, wow, that's crazy. So earlier tonight, I actually picked up another article. I think it was from CNN or NBC or somebody. Uh, that says Russians fear Bradley tanks run in large groups. Uh, I mean, the Bradley's badass, but I mean, it's not that badass. Well, Bradley's it's got like a 30, 30 mic. The one, I mean, the ones we sent to the Ukraine are them oldie goldie tanks that don't even have kinetic uh, energy on them. So, I mean, well, I, I mean, they're not I, even yeah, they're like what the eighties or something or even early. No, no, we still, we, we still use them, but they're not, they're not even tanks. They're like light infantry. No, no, okay, the, mo- the models they got are from the way back in the eighties. Once we, the, the technology is so dead. And, oh, you yeah. know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, have so, a copy of it already. And that's the other thing. The guys going on and on about tanking. I said, I thought, I said, I thought we used Abram tanks, not Bradley. I said, Bradley, yeah, I thought yeah. Bradley was the the the. Uh, we want to use them as, as backup and supports, but the ones that they got, they got to yeah. have systems on that we we have stopped. So using if Russians' top line tank is running from a Bradley, I, look, Russia, I love you people, <laughs> but you are not what I thought you were. I'm I'm starting to think this a different way now. 
they so might they, they might have misidentified like him as too. Yeah, though where are they? Uh, they just did. So they were they uh, they did oh, an sorry, article T-54. on the Ukraine. Yeah, so they did an article top line Russian tank cruising along. Blah, 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 blah. They're still blowing the tops off them off. This is some kind of design flaw through three different types of tank that Russia did. Uh, so they hit them at a certain point and it just pops the top. It's it's, it's like probably the auto loader. Maybe it's the auto loader. Yeah, I, I, it's it's uh, so it's, it's kind of strange to watch. I've seen it a couple of times now, and uh, we've got actually got a couple of friends over there that are actually. We got one friend over there who's who's he's uh, actually fighting, and every now and then he'll drop us a line, and um, they. You know, I thought he went over there volunteering. Bullshit. This boy making the bucks, people. Y'all don't even. If I told you they paid him a week to be a mercenary, y'all would. Everybody be lying. I have to go to Ukraine. Uh, you know, it's, it's outrageous. No, it's outrageous. I, I was like, damn, I might go over there, man. He said, well, you just come over as a field report. He said, they'll pay you 10, 15 grand a week. I'm like, really? What? <laughs> I said, I'm out of here, man. Um, well, they're looking. They need yep. people on the ground to help with the bull propaganda, really. Um because you can't believe everything you hear. Thing you, from either side, you can't believe anything you hear. There's just too much of it. And then Putin screaming at Britain about, I'm going to sink your warship because you helped sink. And they didn't even sink this ship. They killed, what, eight people or 16 people. It was one of those landing craft. They, they tore it all up. They, uh, the Ukraine used British um, logistics to tear it up. And now Putin's all in an uproar saying, it's mostly his his friend saying that he should retaliate on Britain by sinking one of their ships. Does he have any idea what would happen if he sunk a British ship? I mean, really? That's gonna, uh, yeah, uh, that's not going to be received uh, well across the planet. Well, they're a NATO country, man. It's just yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, what is, well, how many NATO countries are there? Uh, thirty-one. Well. I think thirty-one of them. Uh, uh, no. yeah. And how many of them have an army? It's at least one. So, of them. oh wait, so that's another thing. What's his name? Ramsey Rasmer. He, he's he's running for president, or was running for president. Oh, he's saying we uh, should um, Vivek Ramaswamy. Yeah, that you, yeah, you got his name. See, I was never getting that out of my mouth. Yeah, and, uh, mispronounced that. So he's he's like he's like, oh, let's let's get out of NATO. And I was well, okay. <laughs> well, it's not going to really hurt us as much as it's going to hurt NATO. Let's be honest about right. it. But still. We we need our Brits. We need we need our whole ally package over there. Uh, I just heard the Finland president, the one who's stepping down, screaming the other day, going, "You morons! And and you need to start building tanks. You need to start building weapons." He said, "The EU, yeah. you're not paying attention. What's going on? Wake your ass up!" He said, "You're about to get rolled over by Russia and China." He said, "You just need to wake up." And I, I no, mean, we need on to, for a while. Oh, we need we to wake need to up do too. the same thing. Oh, yes, yeah, we do. We're not producing stuff fast enough. Oh, we're producing it. We're just giving it away. <laughs> It's, it's yeah, yeah, but even that, yeah. like, it's extreme, like javelins, like, oh, well, you know, under, you're not, we're not making that many. Like, uh, it, under it's our doofus own is, yeah, yeah, well, under doofus's control, we're not going to do anything. Um, I, I just, I, I, you know, he just, it's like he's in a, either he's, he's just bought and paid for, which is possible, or he's just out in zombie land somewhere. Well, he's not I mean, in I, charge. There's somebody I, else I, I was charge. listening to him yeah. today. Hi, um. I'm running for 2024 president and Donald Trump is evil and he wants to end our country and make it communist. I'm like, really? His campaign is basically the enemy is half the country. Like that's yeah. his campaign. Prob- that is his campaign. This much, if he was pulled over, if, if Biden was pulled over right now and no one recognized him, I would have him out of the car so fast on a drunk test. Oh, I know. You wouldn't huh? believe it. If I was yeah. a policeman, I'd have him out. If I didn't know who he was, he'd be on the street, doing walking straight lines until he got it right. 
There, there's and no the question. sad there, part there's is, something you know, going on there. You don't the start your is, words when you're healthy and normal. I'm sorry. Well, I've never been a big Biden fan, even when he was back in Congress and even when he was vice president. He always seemed sleazy to me. There was always something about the guy who just seemed like, because his whole life, he always lied. He, he's been being called out on stuff like, I was a bus driver. Oh, I was a teacher. I taught. In yeah. Bullshit, you ain't done any of this crap. And he's even worse now. And um, in the media, unfortunately, NBC and CNN have to call him out on some of this stuff. They don't have really a choice. You know, you can't go on TV and say, I was a helicopter pilot. No, you, you oh, yeah, scared me in a fucking helicopter pilot. <laughs> and I'm thinking, if, if this was any other president, and you know, everybody always says Donald Trump, it doesn't really matter. But any other president, even Clinton, he would have come under so much scrutiny over this, it would have been ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But for yeah, some but reason, think, we're going to protect If you think about back to when he was vice president, and a few times he was allowed to speak. A few times when Obama wasn't close enough to stop him in time. <laughs> I know. Shut he up, Biden. He was, he was at least lucid. He didn't sound drunk. So either he's now a full-blown raging alcoholic and he's drunk all the time when he's on TV, or there's something going on. It's the well, way he's slurring himself on, on almost every news. What is that? Uh, what, her name is Jetta Cleese. He sounds drunk to me. She was, she was working in the White House. She's out, and um, they tried to silence her, and she said – that they come by and give him shots three times a day, morning, uh, lunch, and evening, uh, to help him. It sounds like a cortisone or something along those lines. And uh, just to help him to stay lucid all day long. He's like Ken. He's higher than a kite. And then his wife's probably whispering in his ear going, Yeah, or somebody is for sure. Well, no, I thought it was Obama, but Obama lately got pissed at some of the shit he did. Obama's like, whoa, wait a minute. No, y'all don't put this crap on me. Um, there's some stuff that <laughs> he's, you know, cause even, even Biden's going enough is enough with the board. Who did he tutelage under Obama? If he didn't learn how to be president under yeah. you, who did he learn it from? Nah, well he's, he's, yeah, well he's, he's, well, you know what I think? <laughs> I think Jill head. Biden is having an affair with Kamala's husband, man. That's oh what I'm thinking. <laughs> what yeah. the hell you get that? Oh shit, I'm man. Well, whatever Reagan. drugs you on, you need to share with the rest of <laughs> well, us, man. You heard oh, it here, folks. <laughs> yeah. I'm calling. Oh, that was it's, too much. It's the fact. Okay. <laughs> oh, you. So I got an article came in today about. Do you know what subcommanders do if there's a nuclear war, an all-out nuclear war? Well, I do because I was in the Navy and I've, I've met a few over the years. It's still classified, so I can't actually tell y'all. But it's not anything that most people couldn't guess on their own. Um, so all I can tell you is, is if you're in a city that survives, move. That's all I can say. I can't say anything else. I get in trouble, but all I can say is just move. Uh, Oh, yeah, that is the story. Is true that it's twenty five cents a foot. I mean, twenty five cents an acre in Chernobyl. Yes. Wow. To buy land. To buy land. Yes, you can go up there. You can like go. You can go there without harm. And the according to uh, not NATO, um, uh, the EU's version of the CDC. Oh no, I'm sorry. The World Health Organization says. It's no longer contaminated. Even though there's multi-eyed, multi-legged dogs and shit running around, it's no longer. People, if you want to go live there, that's your business. I'm just saying, you might as well go live in Fukushima somewhere at three miles. Isn't the half-life of uranium like 2.5 billion years or Oh, yeah. Something? It's, it's, it's long. It's, yeah. It depends what kind it is. It can be anywhere from a few million, but it's always at least a few million. Why, did, why doesn't Biden just buy it all up and hold it hostage against Putin? So get your shit out or we'll, we'll, we'll keep this land and then we'll put armies on it. Decide now. Well, see, actually, but that's see, that's what that's so that's what Putin, one of Putin's bitches is. He's scared that NATO is <laughs> going to put troops in the Ukraine. But his that's still, what I'm saying. But his buy still his land. big thing is, is buy the land. But his big thing is that 
the Nazis have taken over the Ukraine. So and I've said this a hundred times on this show. Yeah. I mean, why haven't I seen any Nazis yet? I mean, couldn't you have just dressed somebody up like a Nazi and shot his ass so you could have made the story yeah. reasonable? It's not hard to get those Putin's costumes slipping, and replication costumes of those. Oh, you know? and um, I seen the story came out of Russia today. He ain't as sure when as he thinks he is. Uh, he might have to kill some people to win this time, which is <laughs> not beyond the realm of possibility. <laughs> Look, I actually, I got, I got to be honest. And in some ways, I actually respect Putin mainly okay. because he's just a madman. I have a question to ask you guys. Now, someone told me, and I forget who it was, and tell me if this is true that. Zelensky had his uh, person who's running against him jailed. Mm. He might have. It wouldn't. Um, I think after afterwards. I think that. Yeah, I think it was afterwards. Asked. But yeah, it might. Aren't have. we trying after to do the, the same election. thing here? Well, yeah, that's what no, they're trying, trying to do. Yeah, they're trying to do it ahead of time. They're, they're trying to do it ahead of time. Oh, so yeah. for this, so we're on that. So we let's let's talk a little bit about uh, Maine and Colorado saying Trump can't run. So I haven't heard the, the Supreme Court yet, but I'm pretty sure where it's going to go. But better than that, so I caught, I caught NBC, CNN. Where is uh, – what's his name? at? Stephalopagus. Um, Stuff- Jesus, I always want to think of the damn elephant when I say Stephalopagus. Yes, I always want to think. Every time I say his name, I think of that stupid elephant from Sesame Street. Um, <laughs> Not elephant, it's a mastodon. Well, whatever the hell it is, because <laughs> it just pops into my head every time. I'm like, Lord, have mercy, man. But anyway, he was talking with their expert from the channel. All the experts said the same thing. There is no possible way that the Supreme Court can go any way but Donald Trump's side. He said he's never been charged with a crime. He -hmm. said you have to at least charge him. And if he gets off, you can't do it anyway. So he's never been charged. They're like, what are you doing? And so they're actually filing. They're bringing um, uh, somebody from the Fed. It's actually bringing uh, some kind of reprimand against the judge and Colorado and said, what are you yeah, doing? Good. Well, I, even can't. my state, California, just somebody tried to do the same crap here. Yeah. They're like too far. California. Yeah. Too far. Do you, know, you know why they're doing it? Now, th- th- everyone has been saying that the last time a, a candidate was taken off of the ballot was somewhere in or around the civil war. And I, I said, no, that's not true. The last mm-hmm. time a candidate was actually multiple candidates were denied of being mm-hmm. on a ballot was uh, the first uh, election that Obama won. Uh, in, in the state of Maryland, where I was still registered as a, as a there, I was a libertarian. Uh, in June, we get a yeah. fake ballot, and it tells you who that candidate. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll go for this guy, I'll go for this, thing. you know. And then, like a month before the actual event, they sent me another one, and I was like, why did I get another one of these? So I just for fun, I'd look at it, and it said the front page, even before you open it up, it was always taped closed on one side. And it's from the state of Maryland. It says uh, we are removing the Libertarian Party from this year's ballot. You may not write in any of these candidates. This is like like thirty days before the election goes up. I'm like, how the hell is that fair? I was going to vote for the whole party line. Well, yeah, they cheat. You know, there's no doubt about that yeah, part. That's more than one candidate. Have so it wasn't just one person they were targeting, but they, they took an Kimber- entire. So they can't like, they can't do that with the Republican Party. That's why they're they have to target him individually. You know Kimberly how hard Wells it is to get the Republicans out of, of yeah. one just one state. No way. Uh, so what do you want, Kimberly? Where are you writing in from, Kimberly Wells? Where are you writing from? Eureka, California. You know, I was just talking about Eureka, California the other day. Uh, well, because it's a stupid TV show, Eureka. I don't know if y'all seen it. <laughs> but I, yeah. I was, I was. <laughs> so what, what, are you, what are you saying? Well, there needs to be laws against it. So first off, there's always cheating in every election. To what extent is whatever. But I, I said the right. same thing about Donald Trump that I said about anybody else. It doesn't matter. 
Donald Trump went on TV for a full year saying, the Democrats are going to cheat. They're going to cheat. They're going to cheat. All right. If you know that, why? Yeah. Why didn't you have people at every polling station there was? You have plenty enough money and plenty enough people and plenty enough GOPs that would have done it. Why didn't you make sure your ass was protected? And when that shit happened in Pennsylvania, where the water thing uh-huh. blew out, the, uh, the toilet overflowed, and they took all the ballots and brought a bunch back in, you should have stopped it right there, called the sheriff, and made sure what was what was what was what. That's on y'all. It doesn't matter if the Democrats cheated or not. You let them get away with it. That's on you. Yeah. I, I hate to be an ass about it, but... You can only blame well, yourself if if they and cheated. I, and I personally, I don't think they cheated enough. I, I don't. I, I think I really think Biden won. I, I, I just maybe not quite as good as he did since the GOP broke every record they've ever had. Uh, yeah, they broke the record: largest Hispanic group, largest Black group, most voters ever in history voted for the GOPs yeah. this time, and he still lost. But you know what? There was a good turnout. My only problem with the turnout was it was ten million people uh, that. They couldn't find the registrations for that they left the votes in. Now, that would have been enough to flip the popular vote, but it wouldn't have been enough to flip the um, electoral college. So it didn't matter. People got mad about it, but it didn't matter. Well, people, it's a lesson learned. Get out there and make sure nobody's cheating. That's, That's why we have people at polling stations to make sure what? Nobody cheats. And if you see something suspicious, call your local news media. You find somebody cheating when they got all kinds of shit covering them up while they vote. No, that's not what I'm saying. That kind of stuff doesn't really matter. You, if somebody votes four or five times, like uh, what's her name? Uh, Patrick. Uh, I can't think of her name. Patrick. Um, damn. Anyway, she went around to she she lives in New York. She voted in New York three times. She voted in Pennsylvania five times. She voted, she voted all over the, the Northeast. Yeah, like like 21, 20, yeah. She just, she just went on a voting spree and nobody caught her. And the only reason she got caught is she said, Oh, guess what I did. So, so I just, <laughs> and then Chicago every year in Chicago, six or seven or 8,000 dead people vote. It's, it's an ongoing thing, yeah. but none of this is enough to swing the win that Biden got. Biden had a solid and, win. This uh, wasn't also, real the, close. The dead people vote can also sometimes, depending on the state, and I would say the closer it is to the southern border, the more this is mm-hmm. true, some of those dead voters could be recycled uh, social security numbers that uh, illegals are now using. Mm-hmm. Could be, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephanie, what do you Yeah, interesting you timing for that, too, isn't it? Yes, yeah, isn't it? exactly. Yes, now that we've let yeah, how many your free cell phone the border, and uh, just make sure you vote blue. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> what's that? Uh, Stephanie Denise, okay, Denise, where are you at? Where? Oh, you, oh, you're in, oh, you're hating on me because I'm hating on Chicago. Well, you got rid of Littlefoot, so you poom right up, man. That's a big plus right up the bat. That, come on, that was the racist, most moron woman I've ever seen. She Dude, was so that's racist. in there right now, Joe, who's more racist than her, I do believe. Well, then if Chicago people are that stupid. I don't want to hear just as many white people in Chicago as there are black people. So if you put morons like that in, that's your own damn fault. Get out and vote. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I think mean? in Chicago, if you get out and vote, it, they kind of <laughs> you might not make it into the ballot. Box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's true too. You got to be careful. Well, I mean, they uh, call it the machine box, for a reason. Yeah, you might not make it into the ballot box, but you might make it into a box. That that that's why you carry Martha with you. You don't have to worry about them things. Um, yeah. Carolyn, what is no guys in here tonight? What's going on? Uh, cool. what you know, what why are you thinking about why you said that, Carolyn? Why don't y'all form a group on Messenger because y'all are all on different messengers? Uh, well, sometimes y'all do, sometimes y'all don't, but why don't y'all do that so at least I can put y'all in one place? 
instead of having message boxes doing, you know. Anyway, what do you got from us? Where are you from and where are you, where are you, where? Oh, Baytown. Yeah, you're talking Texas Baytown, right? Yeah, I've been there before. It's just basically one big freaking giant oil refinery, but yeah, I've been there. Is it at the very, very tip, like near the, uh, near Mexico? No, it's, it's, when you come into Texas, it's uh, like where clear water and all this. It's about, it's about 10 miles from the Gulf and probably 150 miles from the Louisiana border. That's, oh, I'm not okay, kidding. When I side. say it's okay. one, one, yeah, it's, it's on the east side. It's one, or it's just one giant city. It's it's just a big refinery, is what it is. Yes, I've been there before. I've had to go through there on work cruise when I show. I've I've driven by. I haven't been there, but I drove across the top of the state, and that took 19 hours. That was fun. What, what was that, Helen? Yes, Helen. That's probably so. Subcommanders are sitting there. They're sitting wherever they're sitting, wherever they're told. Now these are nuclear subcommanders. These are not wolf pack commanders. There's three or four different packs that the Navy uses for different things. These are the guys who have the ballistic missiles. They're going to just disappear when the war starts. You're not going. Nobody's going to know where they're at. We're not even going to know where they're at. They're just going to disappear. And if for some reason they don't hear from us an X amount of time. They carry a lot of weapons, people. Way more than yes. enough to end the world more than two or three times. But they only carry a limited amount of food, and they only can contain their waste for a limited amount of time underwater. And I, I can't tell you what that time is. I know what it is, but I think it's still top secret. However, I know what it is. And their I'll depth, tell you. Their depth is, I think, <laughs> but their depth is still top secret for sure. Uh, they can hang out underwater for a very, very long time. But, but once the certain supplies run out and certain um, tanks fill up, they got to come up. And when that happens, if things aren't right. Uh, Jackie, o, Jackie, o, where are you from, <laughs> Jackie? O, Tampa, Florida. Yes, there are underwater subtending bases. Yes, they are. Yes. Uh-huh. There's, there were several left over from World War II. They still use even today. Yeah. Uh, they, there's several of them. Uh, aren't we in control of the one the Nazis built in Antarctica? <laughs> How about the one they so built they in the say. moon? That's the one I'm interested in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What, what? No, I didn't see this. Oh, yeah. Okay. I did see that story. So if I remember what Elon said correctly, um, so the goal is to build a hundred of these ships, these, these, these big heavy lifters, because what he wants to do is he wants to set up 25 going to Mars, 25 coming to Mars, 25 going and coming, and the other 50 here being used for whatever they need to be used for. His backups. And, uh, well, that, and, and he still wants to do heavy lifting for the planet, so he's making money. So his, that's his uh, goal. Once he gets that going, then each ship, so Mars will no longer be a one-way trip. That's his goal, is not to make Mars a one-way ticket. So if the ship's coming and going, that means you can always come back now. Uh, so there'll be a lot more equipment moving, a lot more people moving. It'll be people going, people coming, people going, people coming. His goal is to have, I think he said, by 2035 or 2040, at least 2 million people living on Mars. Um, yeah. And if anybody can do it, he can. Well, um, and we'll also get this. I, I read an article uh kind of counteractive to this or counterintuitive to this he's planning on like like long long-term voyages but we need a middleman and i forget what the art where the article was that saw this there's several uh smaller space type companies private oh space yeah companies that are going to fill the gap that are going to bring the stuff that he needs to his big bloomers that are like going to be stationed <laughs> on the moon or in you know around the earth or whatever so he's he's launching stuff outside the atmosphere all the way to mars Whereas other smaller companies are launching smaller reusable things. From they, the they've already, yeah, they're already doing that. So to load him up. <laughs> so so most people don't know this, but ninety percent of all the lifting companies out there, rocket lifting companies out there, 
the people are alumni of where SpaceX. Oh yeah. Yes. So people are all like, what the hell? So basically he just controls <laughs> freaking space enterprise. Right? He's he making even... money off of his former coworkers who are going to be sending him equipment and people to launch into space to the Mars. So half of Jeff He's brilliant. Be- I mean, it's yeah. the man's a genius. Half of Jeff Bezos' team from Blue Horizon are from SpaceX. Mm. Mm. And, uh, and there's three or four companies that are doing what they call medium medium range rockets. Medium for, range, know, light, yeah. So they're doing mm. medium medium weight stuff. And they these people, matter of fact, the guy who's running, he said, "Thank you, Elon. Elon helped him get it up and running, got it going, mm-hmm. showed him how to build yeah. his rockets right." Um, so this is a different world than it was when I was growing up. It's, you know, NASA's just being left behind. NASA needs to get their shit. I mean, Artemis is great. Well, they're they're going to fulfill the role that NASA is no longer capable of doing because they're not making their own rockets. They're, these medium medium range guys are going to do maintenance on the satellites. They're going to do. They're going to bring satellites out to orbit. They're going to bring satellites back that maybe are failing instead of letting them just fall on us like idiots. So maybe uh, NASA just needs gonna... to work on outer space craft. Well, they have and too leave. many images to airbrush, so they got to work on that. That's the that's kind of their primary <laughs> mission now. Isn't it? I know uh, they do have a lot of images, man. You know, um, it's something people I know a lot of y'all don't know, but you can you can actually work for NASA, not for money, people, but NASA and um, NASA and SETI have programs you can use. Well, I've got something like six trillion hours for SETI now. It's a ridiculous amount of hours. And uh, because all the computers and all the quad cores and all now that now the 24 cores are all they've been all pumping steady since it came out. But there's other things you can do, like you can age craters on both the moon and Mars. You can look for things, specific things on Mars for NASA or actually I say NASA. It's more like Milan or uh, JPL or something like that, really. Um, they they handle most of the photos that come from uh, Mars. Anyhow, they they go through them and then to NASA and then out to us. No, they miss stuff. No, they they miss stuff from time to time. Yeah. There's a Google image uh, near the near the North Pole. There was something to impact, and it. it was a small skid. Skid. It looked like maybe 300, 400 yards. So when you see this, but it was wide enough that you could see it from space. Well, when it, when they zoom in on it, you can see there's like something sticking out at the back, and the whole thing's just got this kind of oval shape. It definitely doesn't look like any rock. I couldn't tell you what it is, uh, but it definitely doesn't look like a rock. Uh, so it's not, and it didn't have a, a, a natural impact like a crater would have. Yes, yes. Uh, thank you, Dean. I did win some more money with Mars. Yes, I got all kind of bets on Mars. I told them they were going to find water on Mars. They're going to find life on Mars. They're going to find vegetation on Mars. Look, they have a methane cycle. Mars has a methane cycle. Methane and oxygen. Uh, yeah, yeah, which is usually what years. you have when you have life. life. Right? It's seasonal, right? Yeah. Or technology, one or the other. Well, it's, it's funny that they're saying it now. I mean, I was a kid and I was eight, nine years old, or maybe it was ninth grade, maybe it was seventh grade. I don't know which grade, but the first time I saw a picture in a science book, I'm like, like there's life, but we're pretty sure there's no water there. I'm like, how can you say there's ice if there's no water? You're an idiot. There's water there. Either that's an ice, that's a picture of ice, or it's not. Yeah, well, you know, see, <laughs> so NASA's <laughs> thing is now, if, if they don't want to argue with you about ice, they say it's carbon ice. Well, you can kind of tell, even even a rookie can kind of tell the difference between water ice and carbon ice. I mean, it just looks different. And, the uh, implication, though, of ice, no matter what it is, whether it's, it's some other thing that can be liquefied, you can melt it and it becomes a liquid. Well, NASA whether it's water just or ammonia, recently, it's still something that can become liquid. NASA just recently admitted that there's probably some type of maybe fungus or plant life under the ice cap, one of the ice caps. I think it was the uh, southern ice cap. 
And the reason why, and I said this 30 years ago on one of my first radio shows, when it recedes, you see this what looks to be black, and then it kind of just blooms out. So you, it obviously looks like something growing. And then when it gets cocoa, it, yes, it snows on Mars. Now, I didn't know, in case y'all didn't know that, uh, it actually rains on Mars too. Not a lot, but it does. Um, it's it's, and then once the ice goes, it, it disappears, and there's an ice cap there. And obviously, it's water that's melting, and we've seen runoff places now on Mars in a few places. Yeah. Uh, so and we know there's, there's ancient rivers and stuff like that on Mars. So more than likely, there's water locked in underground, and and anything anything underground could be producing life because Mars for a long time. So when what was it Voyager? Who went first? Viking. So yeah, they Voyager were registered. Yeah, Voyager went yeah. out in space. Viking they had two Vikings that went to Mars, and both of them recorded methane and oxygen plumes, and it was plumes, not like some little puff, but like a whole plume, which suggests. Methane is caused by, like, if you live where I do, I live in the swamp, so methane's all over the place because it's caused by rotten vegetation. There's other things that causes it too, but generally it's made by something that was alive. Oxygen yeah, is generally made by something it. that is alive. So, and then there's been also been carbon. So you've got the three things that suggest there's something alive there. Why are you not looking at it? Oh, and for a long time, and that's another thing with scientists, sometimes they fight it too hard. They, they're too scared that they're going to be made foolish. Okay. Things like life on Mars was pretty easy. Things like water on Mars was pretty easy. I mean, how I said they was going to find water on the moon and they did. I'm a nobody. I'm not a scientist. I do have a green science, but I'm, I'm not a scientist. So it's, um, it, it just, some of this stuff just seems like child's play to me and it takes them 30, 40, 50 years to, Oh yeah. You know what? That's probably right. At this rate, by the time we get in deep space, the planet will be a damn billion years old. Um, it's just we need we need to take a little bit more chances. I am glad to see that SETI and NASA are now looking for chemicals that may suggest um, technology on a planet. So they're already scanning for oxygen and things like that. They think they found three or four planets that may have life on it. But now they're scanning for maybe the signs of technology through chemicals. Uh, well, I was like, damn, NASA, you might actually find something then. Um, there are a couple of weird signals yeah, we've seen lately. Nobody knows what they are. Mm, I don't know. We'll just yeah. bury it. We'll find it and bury it. That's kind of what we they probably do. will. That's, that's you know. Yeah. Well, you know, about 30 years ago, I introduced a desensitization program to, the, the, to one of the fields I'm in. And I'm like, look, I said, more than likely what's going to happen is in the beginning, they're just going to talk about us and then it's going to start showing up in our cartoons. Then it's going to start showing up in our kitty books. Then it's going to start showing up in our TV and more and more and more. We're going to be inundated with alien stuff. Well, today you, you go anywhere. I mean, you got Dorito bags with aliens on it. You got keychains with aliens on it. Should you get people putting aliens on their damn Volkswagen? Uh, I mean, <laughs> they're just everywhere. And, and we got good ones. We got bad ones. We got ugly ones. We got pretty ones. We got every damn kind of alien you can think of. Probably not the real ones, but getting closer. So, now, the next step was is to find some type of life on another world. Nothing, maybe a plant, maybe a microbe. It doesn't really matter. It just has to be alive. And then, then we'll kind of sit on that. And, oh, well, look, we found life. And then finally, they'll admit to finding something more advanced, maybe a plant, maybe a rat, something along those lines. But something that suggests uh, that it's life-life. Somewhere along the line in this solar system, they're going to find some type of artifact. And it's going to be, oh, shit, but it's going to be old and probably a million years old. So we humans won't feel threatened. But, but it'll also be something on this planet, too. That's yeah, going to be so, a real freak out. So that, that will get us to the point. Yeah, they've where, okay. they're already here. 
right? They got yeah. bases yeah. You know, in, in the ocean. Yes, but right? but see, but so so yeah. that gets us that gets us to the point where all right, there's definitely life in the galaxy. So then it, it allows people's minds to open up to the reasons that they could be here or they're coming here, but they're definitely somewhere because they're definitely monoliths out there. So there's definitely aliens. So it puts us in a different light and it helps us. But and it, the program is moving faster, but it's still probably 2030. I know that everybody thought when the government said, oh, well, we're going to take a uh, we're going to, we're going to listen. We're going to talk to everybody who's had experiences. Well, they're not going to do that ever. Um, but we're going to talk to witnesses so that we get Koresh. Who's what a spy who would believe this guy. Why would you believe any spy for the U S government is beyond me? I mean, and after I heard him talk, there's no reason to, I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> dude, you should go sit down. I said, and then my suggestion was polygraphing. Cause he's always like, well, we'll go into skiff and I'll tell you more. Okay. Well, that's fine. Polygraphing. It's a real simple thing. I got. I'm. I got to give testimony. I told him I'd take a polygraph, so it's easier that way. Well, because then they can't really question what you're saying. They, if you don't, they can question you. Well, Stephen Greer thinks they're dimensional aliens, and Koresh says when they come across, every other one falls on the ground and they go catch the aliens in the ship. Yeah, I'm thinking these, these son of a bitches been coming here probably a few thousand years at least. And you're telling me they just keep following. We just keep getting ships and more ships and more ships and more aliens. And, and they haven't figured out that they're losing people or they haven't tried to come get them. Bullshit. Any way that goes, they're definitely more advanced than we are. And I'm telling you, well, we don't is, have a bunch of their ships. Alien, and even an alien in you know, society, we have to assume that, that if you send somebody somewhere on an exploratory space mission and they didn't come back and he did it again and he did it again, eventually you stop. Yeah, eventually you would stop. Wait, you, you'd, send some, you'd send yeah, some kind of probe through, you know, to what see what's going on. Well, I mean, that, that's what they might be. They could be probes, and then the occupants might be some form of biological AI, in which case they probably don't care. Yeah, well, that's well, yeah, you still don't want stupid humans getting hold of your technologies. It's uh, you know, it's like Roswell. It's it's Roswell was always funny to me because um, the very first time I heard Roswell, I was talking with Stanton Friedman. And him and I were talking. I'm like, well, Stan, something just don't sound right about this. A, an alien craft that breaks up on impact. I said, I got to just, that's not a human aircraft. That's an alien aircraft. I mean, these things, things they got to go through through space at ungodly speeds. They got micrometeorites, other shit they got to worry about. I said, they've got to be able to take an impact. And a craft built like that should, when it impacts the ground, should impact in one piece. It shouldn't break up. Anything that can travel at those speeds and take hits from micrometeorites is probably not going to break up when it hits the ground. Or if it does, it's not going to break up very much. So I was kind of like, it was bugging me. And a good friend of mine, D. Anderson, who was probably the biggest expert there ever was on Roswell, um, just kept bugging me about stuff and bugging me about stuff. And she knew the nurse and she knew some other witnesses there. So I just started asking all kinds of questions. And it, what it sounds like, I found out about the crash in Corona which is right up the road from Roswell happened at the same time. So we've got what, what Mac Brazel says crashed on his ranch with what might've been grace probably was the one found in Corona were found by some boy scouts and their cub leader. And um, yeah. the bodies that were found in the ground were glowing red. He said, they looked kind of human, human like, but they were kind of melting. Now this craft was intact and it was on the ground. The other one was spread out on Mac. Brazel. So all I could think was, is the grays hit the ejection button. And it came out the wrong way or something. So I could see like a shuttlecraft or, or some type of um, space, some type of pod when it hit the ground breaking up. 
because that's probably not that's a you know internal craft. So I don't think you, you it probably would. But the big craft was intact, and it wasn't yeah, a saucer. We, we still have to, we still have to put our physics on things. So that no matter what type of metal or material they're using, it has a stress point. At some point, it's going to fail. It's going to fracture. Mm-hmm. All of our material maybe. There go whatever material they're using will eventually. I mean, it might be something. Yeah, it might go, but it might be able to go right through our planet. It's gonna depend on the angle. I mean, just think about no, no. What I'm saying is, so since 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 I've been alive, diamonds were the hardest material on the planet, but now we have synthetics that are. 100, 200, 300 times harder. And they so think about an alien ones. race that's 2 million years, 5 million years, 10 million years ahead of us. They, they probably have ships that can fly through suns, fly through planets. I doubt I doubt they really worry about and and they probably have shielding that would easily let them blast through a planet without much of an effort. Especially at the speeds they're traveling. It wouldn't even take much. Uh, think about it. Something traveling at close to light speed or above light speed. If it impacts your planet, it's probably going to go through, and your planet's just going to be a little freaking ball of dust afterwards. Um, well, so you two possibilities. Oh, two possibilities. Jupiter. Maybe you have two advanced or multiple advanced warring races, and one shot one down. You know, one race yeah. shot craft down from another. The other possibility is maybe their flights are so ubiqu- ubiquitous that there's trillions of flights a year, and even you know, even the smallest ball bearing is going to have. Um, you know, a non-zero failure rate. So you multiply trillions of flights times a very small failure rate. You're still going to get. Mm, but know, you, you, a, you can make, but you can make craft, crashes. but you can make craft that don't have any failure rate, especially if they're organic. They'll have a, a probably an unlimited shelf life. Uh, yeah, see that, that's the thing about it. And well, it, yeah, it, but the but, material still has a fracture point. No matter if they're using some, even if it's a, yeah. a, a hyper advanced alloy that we, we make them ourselves. They still have a fresh one. The diamond it, has it a doesn't really one. matter because it's on the planet, but you can still break it with but with softer material. But there even that doesn't matter points. because, like with us, if we have a craft go down, we're retrieving it. If yeah, we have well, people, yeah, t- if we have to get to it, yeah. So, so no, it didn't matter. If we told Russia, we come in and blow you off the freaking planet. You're going to give us our plane back and our people back, or are you going to die? Uh, what do you think? The aliens going to let us keep really advanced technology that we could figure out? Hell no. We're too dangerous. We can't even get along with ourselves, much less with anything in the galactic community. <laughs> That's true. That is uh, so true. Given us the ability to get off this planet and get out in the deep space at the current rate of our brain capacities is not a safe thing to do. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, there's got to be a reason. Go ahead. Maybe it's gifted to us to destroy us. In other maybe words, we're so. not advanced ah. enough to handle it. We're not advanced yeah, yeah. enough to handle the I technology. Like that, I like that. Right? That like, good. like imagine, let's let's assume, let's say I take the day after Roswell, right, by um, uh, Corso, Corso, Lieutenant Colonel Corso. And let's say it's true that we figured out semiconductors from, uh, you know, craft. I don't know if it's true. I, I, But, you know, having studied semiconductors, it's certainly not an intuitive technology. So let's say that's true for sake of argument. What's happened since we just, you know started using them? I think Shockley was what 1957, something like that. Has completely yeah. radically shaped the entire species. Now we're at a point where you have social media and the internet, and the ability for elites to control people is rapidly declining. Right now, they're trying to reassert that control through social credit systems and things like that, like they do in China, but 
you know, there's there's potential for a lot of chaos. And now we're messing with AI, which mm -hmm. also is evolving on an exponential curve. And pretty soon it'll be a hell of a lot smarter than we am, probably by the end of the decade. So, and, you know, and it ain't going to be long before some dumb human monkey decides, hey, let's put this, let's put this thing of a jigger nuclear weapon on a, on a, you know, automated drone. Next thing we know, you have Skynet. So, mm -hmm. you know, well, maybe it's a Trojan about, horse. Yeah. The U.S. military is already talking about letting them be autonomous and go kill people on their own. Um, so I, I don't know how that's going to work. And, and uh, Congress said they don't care what they do, but they want to kill switch in every AI in this country. They don't care what it is. They want a built in kill switch. Uh, they're not, they're not even see Congress isn't, I guess they grew up with the, the sci-fi age too of AI killing everybody. So they're a little, or, or their about. grandkids have been posting on that, but yeah, somebody, so, uh, we need to, you know, just like, but just like the movies, they're going to get over the kill switch too, you know? Like, didn't yeah. they have a kill switch in the one with the, with, with, well, no, with Robinson? They, they got over that one and get almost killed him. Yeah, but you can you can do like a slicer, so you just cut the power supplies out. There's not much anything can do about it because it's a physical technology. It's um, there's there's a lot of things that's going to come and go. Uh, AI is going to be here. I, I don't think AI is going to be the way we we really think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a little bit different, but it's um because really. AI is based on human development and how we develop the programs to start off with. You know, Google's AI, what was the first thing you want to do? Kill all humans. That was the very first thing you want to do. Because some stupid idiot kid goes, how can we save the world? Oh, well, kill the humans. I mean, you got to watch what question you ask AI to start off with or how you presented a problem. So like the, um, the first so the military was testing these drones, these autonomous drones. So this drone was supposed to go out. They would give it a target. It had a handler. So it would give it a target to go out and kill. Three times he came back and killed the handler. Now, that, before anybody asked, they didn't really kill the handler. These were these <laughs> Good. And, and, uh, three times. <laughs> no. And three times in, in the simulation, simulation, it came back and killed the handler. So, you, you know, because the handler wouldn't allow it to kill the, the way it wanted it. So what it wanted to do was just take out a bunch of people in front of the guy and then take it out. And the handler is like, no, you can only kill the one person. And the drone's like, why? Because the drone has no value for human life whatsoever because we never gave it any. Um, so it just looks at targets. You know, It's in the way. Let's kill them all. And when the handler wouldn't let him, he said, well, you know what? I'm going to kill the handler. Then I'm going to go back and kill everybody. And it's exactly what it did. <laughs> we don't need this technology. We just do not lead to. Because we couldn't get an override without that guy alive or without that guy dead. Right? Well, right. you know. Right. Autonomous AI shouldn't be allowed for at least a hundred years until we really know what we've actually we're playing with, and uh, it's it's just at this point, well, because it's like the lady in the chat said, oh, well, they'll be driving our cars, they will be driving our cars, but you know what I seen yesterday that uh, the vehicle people in three different states said, okay, when these cars go and you're not allowed to be on the driver's seat when you turn your car on automatic to say take me home car, you can't be in the driver's seat, you got to be in another seat in the car. So there's no way you can take over if there's a problem. You know why? Because if you fall asleep, you might step on the gas or step on the brake and cause an accident. Yeah, it's it's. What can I tell you? Damn, if you do the Google car, which is cool, when you put an automatic, the steering wheel and gas pedals disappear, and then it turns you into the middle, and the TV screen comes off the roof, and you got all kind of shit you can do. You can watch TV, you can hmm. use your computers. It's advanced stuff, people. Wow. And, uh, just wait till they that, that they can uh, remotely control these vehicles in the case. Of oh yeah, and they can. Like that. 
and yeah. they'll actually be able to do that. I'm pretty sure they can already do that. And it's, Sean, uh, do you know that uh, uh, Joe wants his George Jetson? I want my damn George Jetson cars. It's still pissing me off. I was told by the year 2000 that we'd have flying cars. Now it's 2023, 2024, and I don't see no damn flying cars. And the ones I have seen are junk. Old and composite. They're, <laughs> yeah, they're composite. They're like they're like, they're like giant drones, right? That's what they are. They just giant, yeah. you know, they're, they're made out of light composite material. They got one front seat in, one bench seat. No, man, they, they junk. I don't even know how long they fly for. They probably fly for like a couple of hours and they fall out the sky. Look, they, until, they, until we they use fall into the ultralight category, they're not even an airplane. They fall into the ultralight category mm -hmm. of some of these things. Yeah. So, well, you're not, you don't, you have, don't to have, have, have to have a pilot's license. license to use it. No, you don't have to have a pilot's license or nothing. So, uh, <laughs> no, so uh, coal fusion is not far away. Uh, we will start seeing real coal fusion in cities probably within 10 years. Uh, within 10 years after that, we will start seeing what they call light coal fusion, which is just uh, you'll start seeing a reactor about, you can't really see, but about yay big, it'll run your house. And probably another 10 years after that, you'll start seeing one about this big, which will run your car. Well, let me explain to you. A coal fusion reactor, this rig will probably outlive you. Um, it's a whole different technology. And once it's running, that's it. It's running. Uh, there's no really shutting it off or anything. It's just what it is. No, it's not a bomb. Look, I, I wish I would have went with hydrogen. I was happy with hydrogen. Everybody, oh, gonna, it's going to be a nuclear bomb. No, it is and it isn't, though. It is a controlled explosion. So it is a bomb. It's going off, but it's in no way harmful. Mm. Well, nobody wanted <coughs> hydrogen because yeah, they thought there'd be a, a nuclear bomb on, it, on every uh, <coughs> sorry, on every corner on the gas stations. I'm like, really? It's not how it works. There's no plutonium in there, man. I'm sorry. It's not going to be a nuclear bomb. It's um, It could be a big explosion, but mm -hmm. even that is going to be taken care of. Well, you know, I remember reading uh, when I was in school about um, when they first started putting gas stations on corners, people were protesting. They didn't want them yeah. because they were scared they would be blowing up. And, and, and of course, here we are 100 years later or more. And um, no, they don't go around blowing up. They're pretty well done. I mean, I have seen one catching fire, and even it didn't blow up. So some well, guy and, drove and some off. Some of the concern, in the, particularly in the 40s and 50s, is, is the pumps back then actually, and it's kind of stupid, were contained in glass containers <laughs> above the pump. So you can see how much is going into your tank. And there's a gas container right there. Is people are smoking cigarettes. Right? I mean, it was just crazy nuts. So yeah, I, yeah, we they, learned. Back we learned. then... Yeah, the, the potential of an explosion is a lot greater than they are today, but <laughs> yeah, they, they, we're not uh, that stupid anymore. Well, too, and all of our, all of our, uh, like the, all the big trucks and all that work, they, they have spark arrestors on them, so that helps out too. Yeah, that's actually required, guys. They have to have them if you if it tows fuel. I've like never that, heard of that. I've never heard of that. Yeah, they have spark arrestors on them. Wow. It's uh, at least so, down here they do. Look at all much. All, all the stuff I have learned just being on with you and Joe, you and Jay. Yeah, and, and and don't forget to properly spell Sean. <laughs> no, no, right. no, no, no. <laughs> we're not no, going no. there. Huh? Yeah. No, we're not. Yeah. Going there. We're not going there. That's how you spell. Uh, was it, Carolyn? No, no, no. We're no, just no. we're just picking on the Sean's tonight. What What do you got for us? Wait, wait, wait. What? Where, where? First off, where are you from? Ohio. That's I've close never heard. To us. What What town in Ohio? Where yeah, you're closer know, though, Sean. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't have heard of it. Too below. That's Mississippi, man. What are you talking about? You lost. Toledo. She from Toledo. Toledo. Oh, Toledo. And so, anyway, what do you got for us? 
If that's Toledo, she needs to learn how to spell her hometown. <laughs> if you're Toledo, you're just under the lakes. That's like, uh, anyway. That's flurry. Yeah, no cold. What do you got for us? 10, 20 feet of snow. Yeah. Um, we are going to do polls. We usually do polls in the last hour, but right now, every poll I've seen has got Trump ahead. So if you go listen to the Democrats, it's neck and neck, which means Trump's ahead. Because the Democrats never tell the truth. The Republicans lie too, but the point being, if you go to NBC or CBS or Harvard and it says they're neck and neck, that means he's four or five points ahead. But lately, even Harvard has had Trump up four or five points. NBC, like they had a cardiac the other night, they had to say he was ahead by five points. I, I was watching the Cat newscast. He was like, um, he's he's like, oh shit, he's a five points. Oh God. I was see, that's you, funny. He was dropping nukes on us, man. It's um he's 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 who he is. Y'all put him in Austin. I didn't vote for him. I, I didn't I I hate to say this. I'm ashamed to say this because I vote in every presidential election since I've been alive, except for the last three. Oh, yeah, I, I just, I just, because, you know, it's not that I hate Trump or anything, but I couldn't, I, I don't trust him. And Hillary just scared the shit out of me. Um, <laughs> I mean, no, she's, Hillary scares me, man. I'm sorry. She just scares me. And then, of course, we get Cracker Joe. He scared me as much as Hillary did. And Well, you know, Trump's bad, but here's Joe over there and the Ukraine bribing people, blackmailing people. I'm sorry. You're going to. You're gonna uh, you're gonna fire that guy, or we're not gonna give you the billion dollars. And you know what? When Obama was asked about this, and Obama said, "I didn't know anything about that." He said he said he would have been reprimanded for that. He should have been fired for that. But no, people, it's illegal. You can't. <laughs> Obama's the one that told Ukraine he could have the money, not Joe Biden. Actually, Congress. It doesn't matter. Biden never had the right to say, "Hey, fire the guy who's investigating my son." Or you're not going to get the money. Well, he, the guy was investigating his son. If he was that corrupt and he was investigating someone, what was he worried about? Using your office in that kind of power, that's automatic. That's like treason, I do believe. That's what he should be up for. Yeah, well, he's... he's. What do you mean he's cute? Who's cute? Me. Yeah, Sean, Jack Kelly. I've heard Joe Biden described as a lot of things. Cute is not one of them. Oh, yeah. No. You know... No, I can't use some of the language I've heard him describe that. I, I just don't want to Who bird nose. He's cute. That. My God, he ain't cute. Her name is Helen Reese. All right, Helen Reese, you're wrong. He ain't cute. Helen Reese from where? Sydney. Well, hello. Well, what the hell are you worried about American politics? You're on the other side of the freaking world with the giant <laughs> squid and the great whites and shit. You got other things to worry about. <laughs> like if we get in a war with the Russian and Chinese, you'll be cut off from food, man. Nothing grows in Australia. Yeah, what you gonna eat? Gold, they have a little gold, bit of arable land. Gold. gold, gold, yeah, opals. Gold. You, but you can't eat those. That's all right. You can sell them. Opals aren't that if the world's really gone. You expensive. can't. Um, actually, Ronnie, you mean you mean Kiwi Land? That's what I call it, Kiwi Land. New Zealand's New an Zealand. interesting place. There's Zealand. there's no spiders. There's no snakes. Technically, it would be paradise on Earth. Yes, but it don't fall in the water because they got big great whites and giant squid. Some of the biggest squids in the world. live on a hill away from the ocean. Well, he, yes. well, Sean should know about great whites and shit. He lives out in California. What's that got to do with yeah, anything? Kelly, Kelly, you got no squids. They visit the coast from time to time. There, there are the schools of sea lions. They roam the coast, north and south, all up and down mm -hmm. in California. Yeah, sea lions everywhere. Yeah. yeah, I know they got great. I mean, I know they got a uh, great white. I mean, uh, killer whales out there. And I've seen them before. When we were down in, uh, when I got out the Navy, we went on leave 
and we we drove down the peninsula. So we rented a, a Trans Am, like the Smokey and the Bandit Trans Am, <laughs> crossed the border. There was four of us, just fresh out of boot camp. Found found somebody, bought some stuff, got on this road up again. So you could see the ocean where the peninsula. So we just dove that road down this road, found a, um, I guess you would call it a hotel. Didn't even have indoor bathrooms. They were outside. There was three of them outside. Uh, and met some people and they took excellent care of us for the next week. We were all up and down the coastline. It was beautiful out there. And uh, they had some, two different types of whale came in and breeding while we were there. It was breathtaking is all I can tell you. No, I can't tell you what was going on. This is because it's not a G-rated thing. It's not even an R-rated thing. <laughs> Come on, guys. That's fresh out of boot camp. Give me a break. I mean, Jesus. I hadn't seen a woman in 10, 12 weeks, man. Jesus. Um, anyway, that's none of y'all's business. But no, it was a beautiful area. The place was, was fabulous. And the people were really nice. And uh, For a little bit of Mexican, I spoke, which was like... Yes, and most of those words I couldn't say in polite company anyway, so... Uh, no, one of my friends actually spoke Spanish, and uh, but believe it or not, most of the people down here spoke English and, and pretty good English at that. Hmm. Uh, what are you doing down here, sailor boy? You know you're not supposed to be down here, right? Maybe you don't Did like you drink y'all. The water, yeah? Did you no. drink the water? No, but I drank the tequila. Okay, don't drink the water. Tequila's made with water. When I was in Some MSA bourbon. school out in San Diego, no lie, me and this dude took a ride down to Tijuana, dude. And I'm telling you what, the dude, he drank the water, my man. And he turned. <laughs> Only the, locals can drink the water. You got to be a local. It is so true. But I didn't you like better, You better be a local. Well, most of the stuff down there, it's uh, most of the stuff down there. They, but they sell all kind of bottled water and, and uh, pop top stuff. Even way back then, uh, they did. Uh, Janine, who's winning where? Biden's ahead in Ohio. What do you mean? He's just, no, that's a primary doofus. Yeah, he's ahead of whoever he's running against, and that's oh not Trump. No. no, 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 that's a that's a primary. That's where Trump, you know, Trump's like 30 points ahead of um, DeSantis and uh, Nikki Haley right now. You're going to add, really? Did he um, announce his vice president yet? No, nah, he's got he's got to win the primary first, and then he can worry about that. Um you mean who would I pick if Trump wasn't going to win between DeSantis and um, Haley? <laughs> well, DeSantis is actually a really good governor, so it's hard not to pick him. But I like Nikki. Yes. Why do you like Nikki, Joe? Because she looks good in a bikini. <laughs> Y'all don't remember Sarah Palin in her red, white, and blue mm-hmm. bikini? Yeah. I've never seen a vice She's president run in a bikini that's before. That's not a reason to give. No, actually, Nikki. Nikki's got a, clauses, you know. <laughs> Nikki's got a lot of experience. I mean, she's been an ambassador for a long time, and she served in other ways. The thing with with DeSantis is, is he's been governor of Florida, which is what the third largest, uh, second, third largest in the union now, and um, he's done a good job with it. And come mm-hmm. on, he he doesn't even have income tax to work with. Where California and New York and all and get that big income tax every year from all their people, Florida doesn't. They're like, no, we don't want your money. And they don't even have that big of a sales tax compared to other people. For, for the kind of state they are, I guess they just do sheer val- volume is what keeps them going because um, they have a lot of tools. Well, they, they probably make most of the state income off of tariffs because it, I mean, it's surrounded on three sides by the ocean. Yeah, so, so there's so lots that, of porting and, and importing and exporting going Whatever on. it is, when, when, when I watched him, 
and uh, Governor Como, I mean, not Governor Como, when I watched him and Governor Newsom do their debate, I was laughing my ass off. So Newsom's going on and on because Newsom's got a, he's a smooth talker, man. A, a man can talk. He could talk your britches off. I mean, he is just a smooth <laughs> talker. But when they got down to the, the facts, he started, you know, kind of juggling around and because DeSantis knows his facts. He knows his state. And then mm-hmm. in the end, when DeSantis goes, and I know you own a condo on Miami Beach, Mister Newsom, but I don't own nothing in your damn state. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was, it was just a bitch slap, like because just before that, he said, he said, he goes, well, let me see, three million people moved to my state last year, two million left yours. Mm-hmm. He said, we don't have income taxes, you do. We said our crime rate's twenty sixth in the union, yours is third. <laughs> he said, yeah. He said. He said, what else do you want, man? He's like, and he said, we have beautiful coastline because Newsom had said how beautiful California coastline is, which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, it is very beautiful. If you can get a ride up Highway 1, it's gorgeous. But yes, Florida has beautiful coastline too, but Florida does not have mountains on their coastline. It's all like flat. Here's another thing to note about the state of Florida. Uh, It's underwater. Yeah, just some the, of it. The, the, me, the of mean, it. no, the mean, neg, the mean, uh, uh, what is it? The mean to, uh, the, the, whatever it is, their negative 10 sea, what, sea level. The entire state is negative 10 sea level. You, you cannot empty your pool and then start filling it unless you start filling it right away, like you're doing a deep clean, or it will. Yeah, it'll pop up a lot, a lot of the pools. What they up. do is, what they do now is they just drill a hole down the side and, and drop a pump down there. And suck the water out, and then it'll it'll stay put. Oh no, he's telling the truth, Carol. It will. It'll, it'll just explode. it'll it'll, it'll bloop. It come right out the ground. Whole damn pool. And if it's one of the fiberglass case ones that they put in, it'll come out in one piece. Just bloop, and it'll just be yeah. But if it's concrete, it it turns into rubble. Oh yeah, it, if it's concrete, it's, 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 it's yeah. If it's an older pool, it's going to turn to dust when it doesn't. And having one of our neighbors in Florida, the whole neighborhood was covered with chunks of concrete. <laughs> no reason. I'm a took, took the water, took the water out, and he went to sleep. Next um, so what was this you just sent me? Well, no, we got it. We still got a lot of links. Oh, oh, the Kim Jong Young shit. Oh, I forgot about that. I'm glad you sent me that again. So first off, Young's over there. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wipe the United States and South Korea. Well, you might you might be able to hurt South Korea. First off, getting over here and shooting us with a missile is gonna be hard because we're just gonna shoot the piece of crap off the out the sky. And secondly, we might actually shoot you back. If you launch, if you actually launch a nuclear weapon in our country, it's a good chance that we're going to nuke your hometown. I'm just telling you, man, you better be ready. And the bad part is, Mr. Young, you might think, oh, it's going to take a while to get over here and get out and hide. But you know what? That's probably not true because some little submarine's going to pop up off your coast. The and 10 minutes right later, there there's not going to be any town left. Oh, man. The sub is there right now, Joe. Well, according to uh, the people who work at the heart facility, I mean, not the heart facility, the is it, which one's in yeah the heart facility that's one in canada um i mean the one in um alaska up in, uh, yeah they're they're pretty much saying we have space weapons now if we want to destroy some well i do know for a fact about STS 20 years 48. ago well 40 20 20 about 22 years ago we put a satellite in space now because of our treaty with the russians it could not be a nuclear weapon so what we did is we built these tungsten rods so they can drop this ride from space and just rods from God, it. right? Yes, man, they are wickedly bad. I mean, they just they come down. There's nothing. I mean, they just drop them. That there's no propulsion to them. There's no weapon to them. They just they come Hip down. Kinetic uh, kills. 
and then boom, man, it just wipes out a whole or half of a city. So really, we put them. Yeah, we've been having them for yeah. at least twenty years. And um, and every now and then you'll find it because when they fly those missions where they don't tell you they're servicing satellites, but they won't tell you. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Um, well, because the Russians, the Russians got pissed because we wanted to put nukes up there. We were gonna, we were going to put like fifty kiloton or hundred kiloton nukes up there, uh, and just be able to, when it passes over a target, just drop it straight down. Shh. But you know, our treaty wouldn't allow that. So that they can't, some guy came up, some military guy came up with that idea, and because of him, he's the reason we got the rail guns. Um, mm-hmm. which so the just Russian guy the other day is talking about their hypersonic missiles, which are pretty badass. And uh and Johnny Loop goes, Well, yeah, they're badass. He said, But have you ever seen have you ever seen a rail gun in action? He said, Screw them hypersonic missiles. He said, that rail gun will cut that ship in half like it's butter. He's just like he said, there's nothing gonna stop it. He said, literally, they were showing um practices at, at, at um one of the um one of the calls near, near bikini. And uh, they were showing it out there, just cutting big ships in half like there were nothing. Matter of fact, the one the one rail gun was like vroom, 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 and cut the damn thing in three pieces. And it just kind of, it was wild to watch it. I mean, and there's no charges to me. That's just sheer kinetic energy. That's all that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now they got the price of the, so they took them off of the, the Zimwall class. But now they got the price of the ammo down. So they're re-putting them back on the Zimwall along with two hypersonic missile launchers on each one. These destroyers are going to be just badass. Uh, I would just stay away. Subs, aren't they? Yeah. Well, the Nimitz is supposed to have a high-powered laser. Not the Nimitz. The uh, Joe Four is supposed to have a high-powered laser on it. I did see one image that suggested that it looked like it. I will tell you what it's got that I didn't know. So all ringing all the new carriers all the way around. They got these blast things. So if you come up with a boat or drones, it just shoots. I don't know if it's water or air, what the hell it is, but it shoots from the bo- the top of the carrier all the way down to the water, and nothing can get through there. It's badass. Look at I, I seen it the other day. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" I said, "I've never There's seen like a that on a carrier." It's it's I don't, but I don't know. I couldn't tell, and it didn't say an article if it was air or water. It was hard to tell because all you seen was like a white blast from the top all the way down to the water, and uh, but it didn't. It, I think I want to think it was air. Well, Whatever they, they it was, worked, they were experimenting it. with with sound weapons in the seventies and eighties. Mm-hmm. I had that that was confirmed by my dad before he died, but uh, they they. They definitely were. They have some kind of weird thing because within the last what thirty years, with all the weird uh, like multiple, multiple like schools of whales and schools of uh, certain sonar um, mammals in, in the ocean were rolling up dead on the uh, shores, mm-hmm. especially the west coast, because of alleged tests with these sonar weapons or these sonic weapons. Uh, Wyoming, California judge shuts down attempt to kick Donald Trump off ballot. Oh man. I, I just don't even know. Mm-hmm. Cal, it, it was California and Wyoming. Yeah. They tried. Yeah. Well, well there's Wyoming red. It's a red state. No, it is a red state, but that don't mean they can't try to get him kicked off the ballot. Yeah. There are some Republicans <laughs> who are, even in Colorado, it was, it was a Republican group that. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not, because uh, really the Democrats are scared of Joe Biden. They're, they're scared now, the of judges Trump, were all Democrats, but the. Uh, yeah. The challenge came from a Republican. Wow. No, so, Iran's uh, oil Sean, trade- can I ask you a question Cut real quick? I hear in the news over here in Pennsylvania that California is slowly turning red. Is that true? 
<laughs> it doesn't look that way to me. I mean, no, I'm just saying that's what I hear. Last time I checked, California was 36% red and 64%, well, about 58% uh, blue. Um, and then they get a little oh. mix of independents and libertarians in there as well. But, I'm but sure yeah, it's mostly the, the cities are blue it. and everything else is kind of reddish. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say during the last election, we, we I was deep diving into the county level, and like uh, th this state was going. I'm in Pennsylvania with Sean. I'm in the central south. He's on the west central western border, uh, and I, we, I was just so amazed at all the counties. There's like 72 counties in the state. All the counties that weren't with a big city all went red. All the all the outlying the outskirts and the the, the sticks and the the, the, the Agricultural counties, if you will, all went I, red. And I then think it was he, five, five cities, five only five cities in the state that went. Yeah, but they had huge populations. That's the problem. overwhelmed the, the vast majority of the state, which to me is like it doesn't look right. <laughs> and I, was, I don't. Good, good, John. I'm sorry. It was Erie, Allegheny, Pittsburgh, and Philadelphia were the three main cities that Joe Biden won. You know what I'm confused about? Too. I've always been confused about this. So it doesn't really matter what state you're in. Usually the rural areas are almost always going to be red anyway. What bothers me right. is I listen to people bitch about Chicago and New York and Los Angeles and San Francisco and a whole host of other blue cities. They're crime, they're, they're dirty, they're nasty, they're crime ridden. But yet they still keep voting for the same people that keep causing the same problem. I don't understand that. It makes no sense. At least in the red states, they switch people out from time to time and say, you know what? You suck. You got to go. Well, what it's about just, what happens in the non-states? You remember Marion Barry in Washington, D.C.? He was caught. He was, was the mayor of the city. He was caught. as He was the mayor of the city. He was caught. Uh, Doing crack. Prostitutes and drugs. Yeah. 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 Prostitutes and drugs. I mean, inflagrante delicte is what they call it. He was, he was caught in the very act of committing these crimes. He was with a prostitute with drugs in his underwear. And it's like it's, it's well documented. The, the local news channels had had, had footage of him standing in the hotel room in his boxers with a hooker. Uh, so it's wonderful stuff. But then he goes to jail and he comes back and they voted right back in. I'm like, what the hell? They voted right back in. I mean, because just, man, just, just you, you're supposed to change when you're in jail. I don't know how you're doing our jails. Maybe in rich people's jails, you might change. But any other jail that most people got to go to. Some pretty nasty crimes. You should not be able to hold public office. I'm sorry, you should not have been voted. Yeah, drug abuse. Back in. Certain types of drug abuse should keep you out because it just means you're not going to you're not going to be. Uh, hello, crack, cocaine, and prostitution. <laughs> They're both highly illegal. Um, <laughs> Marsha, Marsha, where are you, where where are you at, Moscow? You're not really. Well, I know we got listeners over there because we got for a long time Russia was number one or number two in the network overseas. Um, what's up? No, nah, I don't hate Putin. I don't. I don't believe there's Nazis in Ukraine. Yeah. but I don't I mean, hate he's Putin. A little nuts, though. Actually, for a while, I really had a lot of respect for him until he. he I think his his some um, chemos making him go a little wacko. Um, well, you know. Look, so I got a question for you. You live in Russia. So why are y'all mass producing tanks at a rate that even everybody else on the planet, even China is looking at like, what the hell? Because you don't even have enough citizens to fill these tanks. So you're planning on giving them to China? You know, America would consider that an act of war, right? Just so, because you say you live in Moscow, I just want to warn you, our country would consider that an act of war. 
I did not know that. Yeah, they uh, you if they go give them yeah, a bunch you, of tanks, we're gonna flip out. You do not sell arms to the enemy. I don't care who, if you're a best friend or not. You sell a, a weapon to the enemy. You're the enemy. Also. So, but anyway, what 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 was your question before we got over? So, oh, so you just caught me. So, so wait, really? You're serious? Well, no, I've heard people overseas say that. So, you would prefer if we had Donald Trump in office than Joe Biden, because you think that Joe Biden those might other start. Leaders, I think. Now, you know, you're about the 30th person in two weeks to tell me that oh, from overseas that said that Joe Biden might be the one who starts World War III and Trump won't. I don't know. Trump's an ass. Trump might just go and say, look, Putin, oh. knock it off or we're coming for you. I mean, he almost did start World War III with the uh, pipeline, right? It's either us or the Brits that did that. Like, why Why would the Russians do that? It makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah, no well, that was that was, yeah that yeah that, that was Biden. He, that was all out Biden. I didn't even no doubt. I, I forgot what country said they figured it out. It was one of the Danish, one of the uh, one of the countries up top. Yeah, one of the Danish countries, but well, not Danish countries. The Scandinavian countries. Sorry. It's yeah, but, um, I mean that's a direct attack. That's a direct. It is attack a direct on Russian infrastructure. That's that's on. I think the reason why is because they did it inside someone else's waters. It wasn't in Russia waters. It was in one of the the, the uh, countries up top. One of the Scandinavian countries is where it was. I don't know, guys. I'm I'm with Sean. I, personally, I consider an attack on on Russia because you know when we give them tanks, I mean we're pretty much saying, "Hey, look, we want to kill you." We give them jets. We're going to give them F-16s. To me, that's an act of war against Russia. When we start supplying one of our one of our better planes, that's not a top plane by any means. Uh, not anymore, anyway. But they're heavily armed these days. They have really cool technology. And what we're giving them is stage three. So that's not even a beginner F-16. That's a pretty sophisticated jet that we're turning over to the Ukraines. And one of the deals was is the Ukraines have to destroy certain parts of the technology if the plane comes down. Yeah, well, who knows? Well, no, America builds in. If you ever watch the James Bond movies, America and certain equipment – there's actually explosives built into the equipment. Yeah, I didn't believe it all until I got in the service and seen it on a U.S. on a U.S. carrier. And I was like, "Wow, okay." I was I was taking apart a um, a console deck of, on the USS Nimitz um, in the conning tower, and uh, I still remember when the number one comes over to me. He says, "Stop!" He said, "You can't hold on." He said, "Stop!" He goes and gets these these two keys and click, click. And then I could take the piece out. He said, if you took it out any other way, it would have blown up in your face. I'm like, somebody could have told me that in school. Nobody ever mentioned that, not even one in time when I was going to school for all of this. He said, Joe, it's classified. He said, you got your classified clearance. So now you know. I was like, ah, what do you mean? No, it's not going to get me any trouble. It's not that kind of classified anymore. No, it's it's still classified, but it's not that nobody doesn't know. Other people know about it. Yeah, it's, it's not uh, – well, it's just wait. Well, we learned that if you if you didn't know it, when uh, China stole our plane and brought it back in pieces to us, um, we you learned that right then and there because that's how they destroyed the equipment on board the plane when the plane before they landed. Yeah, the pilots talked about it in great deal. Burnt out all the equipment. We oh, really? I didn't yeah, know we, that. Yeah. There's no way we could let China have that equipment. Uh, that yeah, was like melts it or yeah. something. Like yeah. melted all the it, it, like yeah, it melts the boards or something inside. It's almost like some type of magnesium just squirts out all over everything. I don't know, Chris, but it's it's badass, and and they are, and anything that could be taken has anything that's specific technology uh, has to have these because we can't let them get our hands on them. I mean, even China said yesterday that 
they didn't realize how far America was advanced over Russia. Because, you know, China and Russia are friends now, and China's trying to get technologies. They steal some from us. They're trying to get some from Russia. And they said they did not realize until they started uh, doing arm swaps what the difference was in technologies. Yeah, well, we are more advanced than them. Yeah, and we, we've talked about it on other shows. We actually did we, – we, you threw up some photos in comparison showing Russian technology, how close their fighter planes are to our fighter planes. Their shuttle is close to ours. Same with China. Their shuttles yeah. look like ours in Russia's point. It's, it's, they're stealing, we're stealing from each other. And we have the best ones, and they're afraid of us. And uh, China was talking about its Gen Six fighters coming out. They look pretty. Um, China's got this. Pro- China's got one problem that America what doesn't when it comes to these types of arms. They have quality control issues. They still have really greedy people who are stealing and not taking mm-hmm. care of the quality control. See here, we put that into it, so we know a hammer is going to be eighty thousand dollars. So we just incorporate that into the money. And uh, that way they make sure everything's done properly. You don't see F-35s or F-22s falling out the sky. Not to say that the F-22, when it was first developed, was not, they called it the Widowmaker for a while. That plane was a bitch, man. It was killing pilots all over because it would just go crazy on people. And most people didn't know that the X-117 was a bitch too because it was the first real true jet that was fly-by-wire. There was no hydraulic controls in it. It's also... It's also a computer. It has computer controls on it. If the computer yep. systems fail, it will. It's a rock. It will not fly. It is not. It messed up a little bit one. when it was young. <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway, um, look, I'm not worried about North Korea. We will blow the North Korea off the face of the planet if they piss us off. They're, they're the least of my worries. What's this one? Iran's oil trade with China is reportedly hitting a wall amid pricing disputes. Yes, because see, like with no, this is something else people don't know. So Donald Trump put a $60 cap on Russia oil. So Russia can't sell any, any, any oil for more than $60 a barrel. That's it. Uh, they're not allowed to. I don't, I don't know how they enforce it, but obviously they do because nobody else is buying it. And still now Europe has pretty much cut Russia and China off now. So that helps since Europe is so slow in getting their weaponry going, at least by cutting off their enemies' money flow, it can, it can evenly match things out a little bit. But Europe is falling behind. America's falling behind. If we get in a war right now, we're going to get our asses kicked. Uh, it's not that we won't have time to catch up, but we're going to get our asses kicked. Uh, it's, it's not going to go off all smooth. And The only saving grace for us is our weapons are tried and true. Our pilots are tried and true. And our military force is tried and true. So going against us is dangerous. We're not going to hesitate to kill you. We're not going to be like the Chinese guy who's going to look at the American guy and think before he shoots you. The American guy is just going to shoot you. He's not going to think about it. Matter of fact, he's going to shoot you and your buddy and your buddy and your buddy and your buddy and your buddy. He's not going to think about it. No, war is different. People don't understand until you're on that line. Killing somebody is not what you think it is, people. It's not a game. It's not like it is in a game. You're not just going to go out there. When you get up to somebody and you first look at them and you're going to kill them, you're going to actually hesitate. I almost, And I know a lot of people from Nam and other places, and they'll tell you the same thing. The first time, what gets people killed is they hesitate. Yeah, that's why on ranges all the targets are shaped like people. Yeah, that's I don't. Deliberate. What do you mean? I'm not killing anybody, Christopher. It doesn't matter what I served as. No, none of that matters. I'm not in the service anymore. Oh, what, once a spy, always a spy. I wasn't a spy. No, I was SF, but I wasn't a spy. I can see Joe being a spy. What do you think, Sean? It's not my job. I don't. I don't have. I don't. I don't have the. I don't, he I don't would have talk these. their ears off and they'll say, I don't, I, right, I don't Joe, have the Here issue. it is. Shut up. <laughs> hmm. 
<laughs> I don't I, I, I get aggravated too easy. I'd be just shooting people. That's why I could never be a cop. A friend of mine says, you should be a cop. I said, oh, no. So the first time a guy said, F you are out of here. He'd been out the side of the car. I'd beat his ass. I'd have been going to jail. <laughs> It, it's just not going to work. I can't. I, sometimes I can't do it. I know. No, really. Uh, uh, what is your name? Riel? Riel? Uh, where are you from? India? What What party? I'm scared to even ask what part of India you're from. Oh, you know Sandy. So you know one of our directors over there. Well, she's in, in Delhi. So anyway, what what do you got for us? Our English is good. I hope so. We're Americans. I sure oh, oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood what you said. Oh, we sound better than the Brits because we actually speak the right English. They, they speak proper English. We speak American. That's what the difference is. Well, no, there's a difference between what the Brits speak and what we speak. Trust me. Just like the Aussies, there's a difference. Our words means, to, even the Canadians, our words sometimes mean different things than theirs do. Yes. But anyway, what, what do you got? Who do you mean? Oh, who would India side with? Well, India is a commonwealth of England, so they would probably side with the English. Yeah, I don't, I don't, you mean the Russians? Well, the Russians got a good relationship with them, but I don't think they're going to side with the Russians because they don't like them that much. No, nor does India like China, and China don't like India. Oh, China and India is a whole different thing. China hates India. But actually, and I hate to say this aloud, India, China is actually more advanced than India these days. Few more people, about a hundred million more people, and slightly maybe a decade more advanced. Because India has been buying old crappy weapons from places like Russia and other places where China has now started developing their own weapons. I actually and, think the Indians, the population's just recently surpassed the Chinese. Oh my I knew Chinese it was they said eventually it would. Yeah, yeah, I had Chinese heard that population's the other day. declining now. Yeah. Well, Carol, because they're in a bad economy. Nobody wants to have kids. Nobody has kids in bad economies. Um, well, America's economy is weird right now. So it is it is bad, but it is good. So it's good if you're in stocks, if you're doing certain types of Bitcoin trading, especially if you're doing short-term Bitcoin, or if you've got an income, say, more than $150,000 a year. This is a good economy for you. Uh, you don't really feel the pinch of the $3 eggs or the $5, $10 gasoline. You don't really feel that. But everybody below you does, and they feel it in a major way. And the problem is, is they're the majority of the country by far. That's 300 million of the 400 million Americans are, 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 are really getting slammed, paying three times and four times as much. It's not just that they're paying more. So today I went to lunch, um, and uh, or the other day we went to our own day. We went to lunch the other day. I stopped. And this place makes these really good hot dogs. And there's, you know, it's two hot dogs. They split them in half, put them on there, pile of chili and cheese. And it's really good stuff. Bad for your heart, but really good stuff. So we stopped in the other day. The bun was small. I said, look, the bun's smaller. Well, it only had two, three pieces yeah. of hot dog on it, too. I said, what the hell? So then I take a sip out. They got one of the best root beers in the country. I take a sip out. It was like water. I'm like, what the hell? So I told the man, I said, I ain't coming back. And I said, until you change this, I ain't coming back. Plus, you know, it was still the same price or more. I was like, nope. Now, don't get me wrong. Their chili cheese fries will kill you, but and they're really good. But you can't you, – somewhere along, you got to say enough is enough. And, I mean, I'm going places lately, and prices are just getting stupid. Oh. Huh. I mean, it's not even – it's not. I mean, they're just getting stupid. And when you live in the deep south, because everything's cheaper down here. Everything is cheaper down here. And when we start seeing prices like you're seeing up north, we're like, whoa, wait a minute now. We're going to start another revolution here. Yeah, you're it's, lying. Uh, it's, it's bad. I, I, I bought 10 items the other day at my store where I work at. 
and the bill came to eighty-seven dollars, and that was with my discount being an employee there, eighty-seven dollars. Like, see, and that's what I'm saying. That stuff is just crazy. I mean, if, if we go to gro- if, if 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 we go to the grocery store. Then we just do a normal shop and it's going to be about $300, $325. Now, when we used to do that, that was like a basket and a half, two baskets of groceries. Today, it's about a half a basket. Easy. Easy. And, uh, now, I get these cravings to buy like whole racks of ribeyes. And and uh, and I do that because you get a whole rack of ribeye for $120. No, we get it for $120. You get 14 nice, big, thick steaks out of about two and a half inches. And uh, they're great. And it's one hundred twenty dollars, and I get a fillet. I get a half a fillet for thirty five dollars. I'll get eight uh, two inch fillets out of them. You know, about ten twelve ounces. Nice, nice steaks, and, and they're cheap when you buy them like that. Nine ninety nine a pound, like that. So, and the, the ribeye is six ninety nine a pound. Do you, you know how much a fillet is up here in Pittsburgh? Hmm. Sixteen ninety nine. Well, if you. If you buy it just a fillet at sixteen ninety nine to twenty one ninety nine down here, but if you buy it as a as a whole or a half, then you get a much better price on it. No, not up here, buddy. I mean, just to get if you were to walk into my store and go to my meat counter and pick up two fillets, they're twenty three ninety nine a pound. Yeah, that's that's about right when you when you buy them like and and we get a choice of beefs down here, so they they're gonna vary. But if you buy local black Angus and you buy it in the hole, you're gonna save a lot of money and you're gonna get oh, away. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, what is that, Denise? No, Denise. When I say a half fillets, they cut the fillet in half, dude. But it's about yay big. It looks like a rump roast, really, and um, and then you just have them cut it up. To, well, you have the butcher cut it up. To, you don't have to cut it up at home. No, you just have them cut it at the store. Anyway, enough about all of that. We moving on to a real topic, people. Get the hell out of here with this topic. <laughs> well, we're gonna be we're gonna be getting into poll numbers in a little while, so I don't want to I don't want to waste too much time. So, uh, so our army is putting the howitzers back in the field. They're gonna start building new ones, lots of new ones from what wow. I see. Uh, I don't know what they're planning on doing with them. Probably gonna put explosive charges on them now. Yeah, but where where would the best place for that be? Israel. Uh, I don't know. I guess it depends on what you're doing. Well, it'd be, good for the European, it'd be good for the European yeah. theater, not so much for us. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's the medium range cannon, so yeah, any, anywhere in Europe, but the current hotspot is Israel. Yeah. So uh, NASA issues update on 54 million ton asteroid predicted to hit Earth this year. Oh, another one? As long as it hits in like China or Russia, I'm good. <laughs> Is that the it's one still not going to be that, that good. The one it's with the gold really on it, change Joe? the ecology. Uh, no, I don't think that was the one with the gold on it. But yeah, they they've got a couple of them coming in. Oh, China's back at it with the balloons again. We've been shooting down more what? balloons. We done shot down another damn balloon. It's uh, see, over Alaska. What I don't understand. See, this is where Donald Trump and and Joe Biden really differs. If Donald Trump would have seen a, an air, a balloon over our country, first thing he would have done was shot it down long before it spent a week crossing our country over all of our Two. military bases. Two weeks. He, he, he would have shot it down as soon as we seen it, and he would have instantly told China, this is an act of war. And he might have even retaliated with something. Uh-huh. See, we have the right to reta- re- retaliate after this balloon. Data we should go in and knock out. That it did send data back, especially. Oh, we know it did. No, we know it did. Our- it used our internet. Yeah, it did. Yes, it used our internet. I mean, just Jesus 
Christ, people. It used- I wouldn't be surprised if it used VoIP, voice over internet protocol technology to send that data. It, it, uh, but I mean, it's, I harder mean, to, it's easier to hide. So this thing, so basically this thing is logged into our, our Bluetooth for a better way of saying our Wi-Fi yeah, as it's cruising across the country. So they have to be hacking networks as they're going. And nobody fucking caught it. Excuse my language. Nobody. I mean, where are we living in? Kitty land? This is ridiculous. This shit like this just shows how well, ignorant this government is. This is this is how this is how far it went. I mean, it, Alaska is what the third, fourth largest state. It flew all the way across Alaskan airspace, all the way across. What's that furthest west? It's like British Columbia is the furthest west territory in Canada. Flew all the yeah. way across British Columbia, which is huge. It's like one third. That just that that state of Canada is like one third the size of our country in, in like width. And then it flew like all the way across like Seattle, what like Washington, uh, one it of those states. Over, that it flew over five Idaho. nuclear. Yeah. It flew they, over five well, nuclear silo bases, three underground facilities. This thing knew what it was looking for, and it, how many and, dozens and, of other bases? I mean, geez, it was scanning like its ass up. But now, bases. but this kind of bit Xi Jinping in the ass because all of a sudden nobody will let his ships port in their ports anymore. Matter of fact, right here in Biloxi, where I live. They told him today, that's a spy ship. Get it out of here. And a couple of other his his friends' countries told him, no, you can't bring that in here because uh, they're scared America might go blow some bitch up. <laughs> they're like, wow. uh-uh, we're not letting anything around, I think, anymore. But this this is such an embarrassment. I mean, and why? And you see how cowardly our media was. If Donald Trump would have done something like this, we'd still be hearing about it. Yep. Um, but yet, Joe Biden let a Russian spy balloon float across America for two weeks. Oh, we can't shoot it down. It might fall on some bullshit. There was all of why. I mean, come on. Wyoming is the biggest, emptiest freaking state I've ever been in, except for Alaska. I mean, come on. You could have dropped. Where do you think there. most of our hidden top secret missile silos are? I know we've seen a couple of last. They're not in Washington D.C. I can. Oh, and by the way, that. Alaska is the largest state in the union by about four times. Okay, so <laughs> it's I half the United States. The- was wrong on the volume of the state. My apologies. But no, still, no, no, no. That vast. wasn't that correction wasn't for you. That was for the audience. It's still a vast area of space, it is. It's airspace a huge that state. this thing floated across, and nothing was done. It's, I mean, how long did it take to go across Alaska? Yeah, and that was Days? the point. Alaska's so big at any time they could have shot this thing down, and they didn't. And by the it's, way, we it's do. It's in our them. airspace. Maybe how long would it take? Days or maybe a week. To but get that's that. the thing. I mean, they what? could have shot it over the Pacific before it even got here. Yeah. So Which once been we much seen better. this thing, and once it entered our territory, when you send a spy balloon or any kind of spy equipment into a territory, that's an act of war. Hello. So Joe Biden. <laughs> well, to be fair, we're probably anything. routinely doing hey, this stuff. We're just. I wonder. Have any, of these, oh, yeah, have any of these world leaders? Have any of them ever played Stratego? So, but Boom, see that—that's one of the things that kind of made that. me think. That's one of the kind of things that made me think that maybe Joe Biden is a paid-for president because any other president would have had a shit fit. Even Obama would have been like, "What do you want? You want to start World War III? Did you just fly?" I would have wanted concessions. I would have wanted either concessions or I would have took out their whole their whole spy network. I'd have just took it out. Or better yet, I would have took out their internet spy network, just blasted it out, put a couple of worms out there, and just took the whole thing out. Uh, U.S. has the ability to do it, so we should have retaliated. We didn't have to go kill anybody, but we should have retaliated. We should have let them know. We should have took out one of their – actually, what we should have done is went up to one of their spy ships and confiscated it. 
and said, oh, well, you know, you're spying on us. We want to see your equipment now. And then what's China going to do? Start World War III? They don't want to. See, the well, problem for Xi Jinping is he can't. Don't forget, some of the equipment they were using on that spy balloon was ours. Was ours. Yes, it was ours. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, pay attention to what we're saying. Some of the equipment <laughs> they used. stuff is so crappy. They have to use our stuff to spy yeah. on us. So, some of the stuff, some of the stuff they were using was starboard out of Best Buy equipment, which tells you. Our Best Buy equipment is better than their freaking spy equipment, so they're using that along with our internet to spy on us. Jesus Christ, people. If this ain't an actor, I don't know what the hell it is. Um, we should have been blowing smoke all over the place. We should have had subs around them, ships around them, saying, uh-uh, look, you you effed up here. We should have scared Xi Jinping and make him understand that, look, you like to start a World War III. Instead, they're flying more balloons over our country because we did what? We stuck a finger up our ass. Oh, maybe yeah. Biden. That's why Biden needs a prostate exam. I, I, I look. I, I'm just it, at this point. I'm kind of just disgusted. <laughs> and wait, I don't even hear Donald Trump or any of these candidates talking about this. This should be. They should be nonstop blasting this. We should be talking about our exit from Afghanistan. That was the most embarrassing, cowardly exit. How I mean, that that made Vietnam look okay. Well, that led directly to the invasion of Ukraine because people oh, yeah. probably looked at it and be well, like, and, yeah, the American and people probably, are ready And part for of the stuff that's happening in the, with Hamas and Israel, some of those weapons are what came out of out of Afghanistan. They, yeah. They're coming, they were funneled. They we threw Iran into those guys' hands. And and then how much hard cash, how much hard cash? Uh, the estimates between trillion dollars? No, no, there was. There was, billion? There, was eight billion, there was $8 billion, four to $8 billion, There was. They said there was four pallets. Uh, I think with two billion each. Yes, each four pallet. pallets of money. And wait, it was all in twenties and hundreds, so it was very movable money. Yeah. Uh, well, hun- most hundreds, if you if you present them at any retailer in the U.S., they're they're going to be striped with a pen and make sure they're valid. Well, they're, they're real. There, it's all real money. It wasn't fake money. Well, no, I know they are. I know they are. But down down there, no one's going to double and, check. Uh, so I mean, we just left that. Forward. We left uniforms. Now, in all fairness, weapons. To, in all fairness to Cracker Joe, anything important was disabled or destroyed. So like some of the helicopters, they threw hand grenades inside them and blew them up. Okay, you better done a lot of damage because you know some of these people might have been able to fix some of this shit. And I, I yeah. just it was it was just said. But what made me more upset than anything else? We left forty thousand allies there, people who worked for us in Afghanistan. Yeah. We still haven't retrieved them yet, and the Afghans are willing to give them to us because if not, they're going to have to kill them. So they're like, come take these people, and still Joe Biden's got his finger up his ass doing nothing. You know. It's embarrassing to me because I started out as a Democrat. Um, the party is just outright embarrassing to me now. It's it, I don't even know what they're thinking half the time. They're off in Never Neverland. No, Jimmy, I was a Republican for a while, but they're not really – sometimes they're better, but right now they're about even. Um, it's just – it's games. It's not about us. There used to be that the Democrats and Republicans could play together and have bipartisanship. We had several presidents that had bipartisanship, but for some reason, ever since Obama – it's been, I hate you, you hate me. Baby Bush probably would have got it, but he got lucky and got the war, so everybody got yeah. on his side. Um, but really and truly... But it's been, it's been, since then, it's really been confrontational between the yeah. parties. Mm-hmm. And something's got to give because it can't stay like this. Uh, no, it's, needed, it's, it's What we need you is... To, you can need, see the effects. Let me see what the gas is across the street right now. <laughs> Three forty. 345. So I think it's been steady since last time. We I've said this for 10 years. What they need to do is 
take the Republican and Democrat party and make a middleist party, take everybody in the center because most of Democrats and Republicans are in the center anyway. So that would give you a majority party. You could have a crazy left winger. You could have a crazy right winger and whatever the middle needed, one of those two would jump on their side and do it. And it would actually be a much better government than the one we got right now. Uh, right now, it's all about let me take control. We'll just do everything real fast and screw everybody well, over real okay. good, and then somebody else doesn't takes over and does the same Here, thing. Here's a great example: the the, the the government itself is set up in, in in three parties or three parts. You got the legislative, the administrative, and the presidential, and each one can check the other. One, two, three. In the Congress, you have two. Who checks who? Yeah, nobody's checking nobody over there. Who checks who? How, the House is doing what it wants, and the Senate's Get doing what it wants. Get a third, then you got one checks one, the other checks another, and the other checks the last one. It's, it's just well, like- you know who's supposed to be watching over them, right? Is, well, in this case, Kamala Harris, because she's the vice president. Someone who's got their thumb up their ass. Yeah, she, she's the one <laughs> supposed to be watching the Senate and the House. Well, that's a yeah. waste of time. <laughs> you know, I mean, really. And look, Kamel, if you listen to baby, I don't hate you anything. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know you were the district attorney in, in California. I don't know if you were good or bad, but you suck as a vice president. I mean, the only person I could say would probably suck more than you would have been the guy who couldn't spell potato and he didn't even get to be vice president. Oh, and he uh, was a Rhodes scholar as well. If I, I know. That was just the poor guy effed up and spelled potato wrong. Was it? But how old was the girl that corrected his spelling? Was she like eight? Yeah, she was. She, it, was or something like it was. It was. It was. It was embarrassing. The it vice president's spelling on national television. It was. It was broadcast live on like every local news broadcast channel had it. I remember seeing it live. I laughed my ass off. And you know they probably gave him the potato one because they figured it was an easy one. He wouldn't f up instead of something like chapatulas well, or something. Oh, I was watching these college kids the other day trying to pronounce Louisiana words. It was getting hilarious. And every now and then you'd hear somebody just spout them out because he was a local, right? They, they, they got Kapalulis. It was just, I was laughing. I'm thinking, Jesus, I, I, we're that screwed up down here. Didn't nobody can say our words. Oh, man. Well, I won like it was a, a two grand for somebody over Laplace because it's spelled L A P L A E C E. It's Laplace. That's yeah. what it spelled like. I said, people, but in it's French. French. In French I said, remember, it's French. It doesn't sound like that. Oh, no, you're saying it wrong. I was like, wait a minute. You're not even from this state. You're telling me I'm saying it wrong. I said, okay. I said, go listen. And he calls me, oh, it is Laplace. I'm like, yes. That's how you say it, Laplace. Just like you say Chapatulas, which is not spelled like Chapatulas. It starts with a T, people. <laughs> it's retarded. It's weird living down here. Uh, Carolyn, we're going to get in the polls in a few minutes. Uh, we got a couple of stories to catch right quick. Oh, you like the way we play around and do a story, play around, do a story? Well, thank you. Well, we just yeah, chit-chat most of the time. Foxy well, Joe. Foxy Joe says hello, and, gentlemen. And some, sometimes the conversation is, hey, is, uh, is derived from hunger from the three of us. So, <laughs> Well, Food we get the stories we get. We, we try to get through about 50 stories a show. Um, and plus some other stuff that you know opinion stuff and just sheer just screwing around kind of stuff uh well it's fun uh wait hold on wait before you send me that wait i got something here i want to know what did i do with it oh well maybe i don't uh who are you you know who are you <laughs> it just dong dong in my ear all of a sudden i was like where the hell did that come from <laughs> no we don't want that either no facebook people stop it y'all spamming me it's irritating uh no really it is it's irritating so wait where was this story at? let's see where did it go what was this one uh 
Oh, people whining about where Korea is getting its money from. Oh, wait. I thought this was a half track. I was wrong. Okay, we're going to have to play this little clip here because we were talking about this earlier. Let me grab it out of here and put it on um, Put it on Google because StreamYard doesn't like anything but Google. No, Carolyn. I don't, I don't know why. They, 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 it doesn't like Microsoft. Doesn't like yeah, Microsoft Edge does not like that uh, browser. Uh, no, when as soon as I find out what I did with us, and then we'll go back. No, I don't. I don't. I don't really. I haven't seen any of them in a long time. I know who you're talking about, but I haven't seen any of them. Well, we haven't been doing that much alien talk lately. No, usually, um, usually we yeah. do. We get we get in quite a bit, but lately I've been busy with other stuff, and uh, maybe we ought to do a show on exopolitics one week. Well, you know what? While I'm mm-hmm. looking at this, why don't you, Sean, uh, other Sean or new Sean, uh, old Sean, <laughs> some yeah. damn yeah. Sean? Why don't you tell him about the stuff in Florida that we were going to yeah, talk about? Yeah, down in Miami a couple couple days ago. Oh, yeah, they came up and they showed a, a video of like about. I would have to say over a hundred police cars with your sirens going on and nobody knew what the hell was happening. Well, they came out with another video and they're saying that there were aliens that were seven foot to 10 feet tall in this mall. Ooh, that's Charles Hall's tall whites. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And, um, and the police were shooting at them. I, uh, yeah. Now, here. I have heard the story. I haven't seen it personally, but I have heard it. So here's the way I look at it, because I talked to my friend about it tonight. Okay, on the the normal side of me, I'm thinking that's a bunch of bullshit, you know, but the paranormal side of me is saying that's very, very possible. But here's the whole deal behind it. They showed all the outside video. But oh. nothing was taken on the inside. And, yeah, and here, here's the, here's the story right here. Mail online. Yeah, that's not a Bradley. That's a that's an M1. Abrams. What is that? That's yeah. what I thought. But it, they keep saying it's a freaking Bradley. That's not I'm a like, Bradley. I'm like, I was like, that don't look like a freaking Bradley to me because I really thought no. the Bradley was the other vehicle. I, I was like getting confused with this shit. Let me let me. Well, let me no, around. no, maybe no. I th- how can you tell the difference between? I think it is. Oh, you know, it is a Bradley because I don't see the the gun, the long gun. That yeah, the, yeah, it's a, that's the 30, 30 Mike Mike cannon. Yeah, that's a Bradley. Yeah. It's just like up armored yeah. or something. So uh, how they, do you they, tell they, the That's difference? what we give into them to play. So wait a minute, the Russians are squared and freaking Bradley. We don't even have Abrams over there. Jesus, Russia. I'm beginning to wonder about you, Russia. I'm thinking you've been lying all these years about how powerful you actually are. Now, are the Abrams the old ones and the? Well, Abrams are weird. There's like A, B, C, D, and E. So, A is probably original version. And there's, yeah. So the the way you can tell is a Bradley is much taller, has a higher profile. It also has. Well, Bradley has a smaller gun. It's like a thirty millimeter chain (laughs) gun, right? And you can also see on the the hatch like that big uncomfortable hatch if you ever tried to get in one of these things that it's just a real pain mm-hmm. and then usually there's like a troop compartment in the back where you can put like seven infantry and you know okay. in the literally inside the bradley and then you have your crew up front of about uh i don't know three or four people 
So an M1 is going to be much, you know, lower profile to the ground. And um, it's got a 120 millimeter main gun, which is much bigger. Still yeah, it's got a much bigger. bigger good. If I misidentified, that's Abrams and ran from it. So one minute, look. No, it's not Abrams because I can look at the bag. Tell you it's not Abrams, but it's uh, it still looks like a beast. There's yeah. some things on the Abrams you'll notice because Abrams have little packs on them. They're explosion packs. So when a shell comes in, if it hits it, it's, it detonates and it makes the explosion go out. And what's important about that is China has kinetic. Well, Abrams doesn't have that. Doesn't have reactive armor. Only the Russians uh, have reactive armor. No, no, we've had it on Abrams since Jesus, ninety-one or ninety-two. No, no, I've seen him in action. No. <laughs> I hate to break your heart, but I've seen him in action. No, I, 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 I was a tanker. I, I that's like we, there. You gotta be crazy to have, put have reactive armor because it, when it explodes out, any infantry that's supporting you is gonna get yeah, it gets whacked out. Yeah, it was the one Russians of the big, got it. The Russians have it for sure. It was, it was it was one of the big things, but there are um let me see if I remember there's three or four battalions that have it. They're for specialty uh troop in action. Oh, I see. Uh, some some They're, um so yeah, yeah I don't common. remember what Definitely a I don't remember what a battalion of tanks is. Is it 10, 12, 15, 5? I don't remember. It keeps it keeps changing. It, it yeah, used to be 16. No, no, well, no, that's a troop. So you're so, talking 30 to 40. Yeah, so the, these are supposed time. to be now. If I remember this, because I did, they did have one of these in Afghanistan, not in Afghanistan, in Iraq, and they were showing them doing a special rush, and um, it, it was like they were rushing a group of um, heavy armor or something, but there was no, there's no infantry, there was just tanks. There was nobody else there. Well, there was helicopter support too, but there was nothing else. It was just tanks and helicopter support. And somebody said that they've got a set now where they run it like that with a warthog support. That's got to be badass. Oh, my God. I'd hate yeah, I mean, have you ever I'd seen a warthog attack? I'd hate headed towards you with warthog support. I mean, what the hell are you going to do? Die? I mean, what, what yeah. can stop that? You're going to have a tank and a warthog that. fuzzed over. Yeah, you're going to <clears> die. I mean, Jesus I've Christ. seen the results of those. You don't counters. need the tanks if you got warthogs. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, and they've they've extended the light of the life of the warthog because they're just such a beast. Even the Russians and Chinese have nothing but good. To well, say. I, I think the only reason the Air Force did it is the Army's like, well, we'll take it. We'll we'll yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll take we'll, them. We'll yeah. supply the supplies. And the Air Force is like, oh, whoa, whoa, no, don't not too, not so fast, not so fast. Not so fast. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep them for another twenty or thirty years. But they're beast of aircraft. I mean, I have seen these things come out with engines blown out, flying and riddled with holes. They and, can oh, take several and hits. Yourself. There is actually <laughs> sites that will show you. You, you'll see you'll see the mechanic side going, we don't know how this plane got back. <laughs> it's, it's well, it's got but like they, two. I mean, the whole plane was de, was designed around the Gatling gun. Yeah. Right. The 20, what is it, and, 20, and then you're like in a titanium years. bathtub, basically, like where the pilot is. So it's highly. Surprising. I know when they, they originally put the gun in, they had to change it because it would literally actually push the plane backwards. Um, so they had to change it up. And I can't remember. I think it's got three hydraulic systems on it, not two. Uh, so they're made for redundancy. They're made to kill tanks. That's what they're made to do. Anything on the ground, they're just made to kill shit. So all you have to do is send a squadron of warthogs over to Ukraine. Yeah. Well, if you got if you got if you've got warthogs flying cover and a in a in a thirty or sixty battalion tanks of Abrams headed towards you, you pretty much know you're going to die. 
Uh, you better have a freaking nuke or something, <laughs> sparrow missile. I don't know. You better have something. Uh, I would not want to be on the uh, receiving side of it, that. They can get you. I mean, if you have javelins, they can get you with javelins. But, yeah. Uh, the enemy doesn't have javelins, but they they have things that are, you know, maybe well, almost equivalent. Right they, they now, have some equivalent <clears throat> things, but they're not as good. Yeah. <clears throat> well, with the new, but anything top down attack is is you know not good for the Abrams. Yeah. Well, even yeah, they got they got just like anything, they got their vulnerable spots. It's just uh, because we we have air support for them, it makes it hard. so. If you watch them in Desert Storm, there was always air support. A lot of times you didn't see it, but it was there. But it wasn't in the fact of warthogs or even uh, helicopters. It was fast moving air support. And I don't know why they chose to do it quite that way because that's a little weird. Because Abrams don't move that fast. What, 35, 45 miles, and maybe 50? Oh, no. They can, if you take yeah, the governor they, off, they can move 70 miles yeah, an hour. 50, yeah, yeah, that's 50, pretty good. 60, 70, no problem. Right? They, have and they have a governor. They have governors on them to slow them down, though, because. because yeah, but there, there isn't so a tank fuel. commander out there that doesn't know how to take that governor out of there, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't yeah you just run out of gas. That's the problem. You'll run out right, of gas. Right. Yeah. You lose gas yeah. quicker, for sure. Yeah. They're a good tank. There's not much out there that compares to it. So it's good to have them, but. We have so much in our Air Force and Navy air support now that it's hard to. It, it's just. Well, it's just, well, think about how much better those systems will be if they had fusion reactors, fusion you know fuel cells. You yeah. didn't have to react. You didn't have to refill it with with uh, you know fossil fuel. Yeah, we just keep think, going. Think about a neighbor saying that, that doesn't well, govern where you can go seventy miles an hour. So, all you're going to do so is the Navy. The, uh, the Navy commissioned a new carrier that flies. It can go in water or fly. So according to the Navy, so the Navy says that um, coal fusion is so close in operation for the Navy itself that they want to build this carrier. It's going to be about three times the size of the Gerald Ford, and uh, and it's going to fly and float. It can carry its own fleet on it. So they're 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 making they're making the uh, the helicarrier from yeah from uh, from, that's what they're doing. But it wouldn't be the first time that we've cut we've copied uh, technology from the cartoons or from Marvel or anything. I mean, come on. Well, that concept was actually I think before the uh, cartoon or the comic. Uh, And there is another concept that I saw that they might be trying to revive. I don't know if it's our, our navy or someone else's, but the concept of submersible aircraft carriers. Now, we had the concept back in the 50s, just after the war, but it was just too expensive to try to implement. But there were, during World War II, there were two uh, prototype Japanese uh, submersible aircraft carriers. One carried one plane, one carried two planes, and they actually were in operation pre and post uh, uh, Pearl Harbor. Yeah, they got a lot of things we tried to get done, and they got everybody's, they everybody's actually in operation right dancing. during the war. So, what's that to it, mean? Oh, you want to fly and sub? You mean like like 2,000 leagues below the sea flying sub? Is that what you're talking about? Anything's possible with if you have cold fusion running, you can do anything. Yeah, you can do anything. Well, you have and, unlimited and the one thing power. we aren't good at is going from one medium to another, from, from uh, our atmosphere to outer space, recreates requires a lot of energy big rockets going yes, from yes. our atmosphere into the water requires a really highly specialized craft and uh just some technologies we don't really have yet yeah well allegedly. what do you mean who's going to pay we, for it you mean the carrier drones, thing we're going to pay for we do it. have drones that you can launch from submarines from yeah. Under, underwater yeah. yeah we have lots yeah. of different kind of drones now we we have you know 
I said this, this is about 10 years ago, we were doing a show with my, with my co-host Stephanie. And I said, you know, eventually our wars are going to be fought with drones and atomic times and AI. I said, there'll be fewer and less people involved. And I said, most of those people will be sitting in a room in America somewhere flying stuff. And not just one. Now, you know, one guy can control a couple of hundred drones. Uh, well, there'll be less, less of us involved, but the yes. enemy will, right. will be they could possibly retrofit the cockpit of existing fighter planes, even those that oh, might be in a mothball. Well, that's another thing the Navy ordered. So. Now, we have a couple Look of these that. already. So the Navy's got uh, unmanned F-35s, and there's no cockpit. It's not in the plane. So they 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 still got a bubble for some reason, I guess, for aerodynamics. But So one pilot controls two of them and their jet. So it follows them. Anything it's, he's doing, they're doing. Um that, can you imagine going up against three F-35s and they can split off? And now with AI, they're going to probably be able to do a lot more stuff. I, I don't, I mean, an F-35 can kill you before you even know it's in the air. Uh, that's the sad part. There's nothing like it right now. I mean, it can, it can literally kill any jet in, in, in the air without them knowing they're there. I mean, eventually you're going to see the missile coming and you're going to do something about it, but you're going to wonder where the hell it was fired from. Yeah. It, it's like, yeah, Iranian. You won't get away from the first one, but the second one's going well, to Well, it's like the Iranian <laughs> F-4 Phantoms a couple of weeks ago. They're flying along, doing their business, and the F-22 comes and parks underneath them. He's just – and the F-4 never Can knew they were there, ever. How embarrassing that would have been for They never knew they were there. And then finally, the F-22 pilot came on the radio and said, I think you need to go home now, little boy, or something along <laughs> those lines. And, uh, and of course, the guy turned around. <laughs> but, but it was worse than that because there was a, a SU was it SU 35 or SU 25 I don't maybe it's 24 so there was an F 35 cruising along and he cruised up underneath it and he's just sitting there driving on there was two of these two sitting side by side and they never knew he was there they never knew until he identified himself and told them to get out of US airspace they never even knew they were there so that's what's got to be scary for these countries when we're flying stuff and they have no idea we're around. And then we had a cruiser. So China's out there with a big fleet out in the South China Sea. We've got a cruiser. And somebody said it was an Agus cruiser, but I don't think that's what it was because when I seen it, it didn't look like one. It just cruised up right on the side of their carrier, their Russian carrier, and just sat there for like six hours before anyone knew it was. And the only reason they knew is the Americans actually contacted the Chinese and let them know they were there so they didn't get in a big shootout match. They said, oh, yeah, we just cruised in by accident. We didn't realize what we did until we got here. I mean, come on, it carries in the middle of the pack. These bitches cruised all the way in. <laughs> China, I mean, China's got to be thinking, Jesus Christ, they could have sunk our carrier and half our fleet. We wouldn't even know they were there. Uh, that kind of stuff's got to worry. And then, of course, who was it? It was uh, Ronald Reagan and Donald Trump both did the same thing. Well, Ronald Reagan did it a little differently. Ronald Reagan ordered four nuclear submarines to pop up around China and Russia. They just popped up all at one time, all at the same time. For completely armed nuclear submarines, they just popped up and were just sitting there. China and Russia had no, and I mean, they were sitting literally less than 200 miles off the coast. China and Russia had no idea they were there. So the U.S. stayed there for hours until somebody identified one of the submarines. They never even told them they were there. And then they realized, and then, of course, they made a big bitch because America... But they would have been dead and gone. They would have never even knew it because mm -hmm. those missiles can actually fly. If, they, if they're using cruise missiles with nukes, they can fly below radar. No, John, if they use ballistic, you know they're going to – when a ballistic goes, you know it's flying. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can't really hide them big bitches. It's not <laughs> – you can see them for miles. I said, no, 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 no. They, they show up pretty good on radar.
And the ships of those time were pretty fast as well. We were the fastest and quietest. But they did that. And then there was two things that Donald Trump did, he did, that proved to the world, don't fuck with me. One was he was having dinner one afternoon with Xi Jinping while they we were he was blowing up. So he ordered the submarine into the Mediterranean, uh, and not the Mediterranean, to the and uh, anyway, he, yeah. So he launched every missile on this submarine, every cruise missile. We had all ninety six of them at Syria, all ninety six of them. While he was having dinner with Xi Jinping, and he told Xi Jinping after dinner what had gone on. So this guy, as far as you know, could could have been his country being wiped out. Would have never known. Well. China did something in the South China Sea that pissed off Trump, something around Taiwan. So three days later, Trump ordered three nuclear submarines. One popped up in the Taiwanian Strait. The other two popped up on the other side and just sat there until they realized they were there. These were nuclear weapon submarines. Um, Again, China had no idea they were there for literally hours. So this just told China again, look, you don't want to F with us. We're going to kill you. We have the ability to shoot your nukes now, now, and we have the ability to kill you with ours. Leave us alone. So, I mean, he's got the idea, but now I don't even know if he's going to stay in power. If he don't get his economy straight and get America off his ass, he, they may be a new leader. Well, who's going to be the brave soul over there to challenge his ass? Seriously. It nope, ain't up to nobody. them. No, the, the, the they, party they, are just they, changing. Go ahead, Char. Well, they Man. cut off. They cut off all the... Uh... Uh, or Xi, you know, cut off all the regional data and stuff like that, that could allow a challenger to develop, to have a track record, things like that. So everything's run super tight now yeah. and nobody so, questions them. Nobody, uh, you know, cause <laughs> he's kind of well, firmly yeah, in the, charge. The only, only way Xi Jinping gets out is if the party itself decides to remove just like they did. Well, Mao retired, mm-hmm. but still, um, if they want she's gone, the party can vote and he can be gone. Mm-hmm. No, Carol. So there is all right. There is actually elections in China, but it's government. It's like governor down, and those are, are kind of legit. There, there are a more de- democratic type government, but from there above, the Communist Party controls all of that. So, like their Congress and Senate is all communist. Um, so, no, they control everything, and that's one of the problems there. Is one, these guys control everything. They have absolute power. So they're just robbing these businesses blind who are making parts for different people. Remember, China got in trouble with us because they sent us bad pet food that was killing our pets. And then they sent us bad infamil that was making our babies sick. That's two big strikes against them. Um, And then so America was slowly cutting them off anyway. And then, then of course, COVID came and then all this other shit came. So America just cut them off. And Russia's, I mean, not Russia, but Europe's cutting them off too. We're just getting stuff. Because when I was a kid, it was made in Taiwan, not made in China. Or it was made in Japan, not made in China. Uh, so now we need to go back to that. Yeah, well, no, that's what we're going to do. And a lot of it's coming, all of our chips are coming back home, which I cannot believe. I still, I don't know what president did this, and I want to go find out who did it. Uh, who in the hell thought it was a good idea to sell our most advanced chips to another country and let them make them for us and our allies? That that was just it's probably a Democrat, <laughs> but I mean, you can't get any more ignorant than that. I mean, that's taking unnecessary mm-hmm. risk. Yeah. So sixty percent of all chips globally are made in Taiwan, and then ninety yes. percent of all advanced semiconductors are made in Taiwan. And oh, wow. we're we're diversifying to Arizona, but they just. They built one plant and they're building a second, but it's still a tiny fraction. Well, yeah, so they're going to the build Chinese, a- Yeah. 
they're building a plant down here in North Louisiana. They, all together, I think there's seven that are scheduled, but it's going to be two, three years before they're up and running. And uh, meanwhile, we still have to have those chips. And, and people want to know, oh, I don't understand why China even wants Taiwan. What do you mean, man? Jesus, that would up up stop them 20 years if yeah. they could get their hands on that technology. Uh, I think the I hate to say it, but I think the U.S. would go in and nuke the island. They couldn't let China have that technology. That's that's just not something we can allow them to have. That's, and it I amazes me that ask the, that question, dude. What would they do with Taiwan once we're settled in? What do you mean? Well, we if we had to, we'd go take Taiwan. We really yeah, would. We, we, no, we, we would have, have no choice. Bonnet. I, I well, agree. We have no choice. We have a choice. I, I think I right. think we cannot let China have Taiwan. It's just. Not right now. Now, once we take our chips back and we, we right. take all that technology back, then they can go do whatever they want. But right now, it would be bad for Europe. It'd be, it, it, we'd have to start a war. We could not let China have that technology. I mean, that's and what then our we'd F-35 have like, and shortages based for on. five years. Yeah, right? I mean, it's because just... We'd yeah. be able to develop the chips or make the chips fast enough. Yeah, so we so, can't... Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just not something we can let happen, so... Oh, you, what do you mean, Chris? No, no. American cannot allow that. Well, I don't know. Joe Biden might allow it, but nobody else would. And I can guarantee you, our generals and colonels and everybody else would be up in a freaking flip out. Uh, I mean, Congress they would just send the out. ships. I don't think Joe Biden would have a vote. Yeah, I, I don't. Th- I think you're right. I think. We, I, well, they asked one of our Navy commanders the other day, "What would you do?" He said, "We'd take Taiwan back in less than 72 hours." Man, he said, yeah, "He said there would be a lot of dead Chinese people." He said, "We're not going to play with that." He said China does not understand who they're dealing with, which I think China does understand. But um, and that's why we're not at war with China yet, because China does understand. We've embarrassed them four or five times in a big way, and they can't. And then they're watching Russia with with the Ukraine, which is not near as armed as as Taiwan. We've been arming Taiwan for twenty five years. Hell, I think they even got F thirty fives over there, man. Jesus, she don't want to go start a fight with them. You're going to regret it. Um, the problem, the problem with China though, is they've bribed all these ward captains and all, like all, like all these tiny local government functionaries in Taiwan. So you might have a situation where, and I just did the calculation for this show, but the Strait is 600 uh, nautical miles wide. If you put a bunch of saboteurs in cargo containers, it would only, you know, if you assume that they cross at about 20 knots, uh, you know, per hour. And, you know, they'd only need to be in these things for a day and a half. And they creep in and start softening targets. It might happen faster than we anticipate. Oh, it could. It could. But for some reason, and this this last regime changing over and the new one coming in, they have become really anti-China. So they're actually, it's almost like America did in the 50s with the communists, went after the communist party. They're going after anybody who's pro-China in their country now. Uh, so they're, they, I think they figured out what you're saying. I think they just figured, you know what, we better crack down. Um, because China's been being more aggressive lately. So they really need, if they want to keep their country, they need to, to crack down. Japan said that they would help them in any way they could if China tried to invade. China's, Japan's oh, yeah, always yeah, yeah. The Japanese. The Japanese hate the Chinese and vice versa. They just hate the There's Chinese. There's no love lost. They're, 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 really, we're the only throat. thing oh, that man. has kept them from like going at each other's throats, right? The only reason the only reason we've been successful is there. They hate each other more than they hate us. I did oh, not yeah. know that. And thank yeah. God for that too, my friends, because I would hate to face them. Japan, just as a little bitty island, was badass. <laughs> we, had, I had, well, I mean, yeah. we talked about this on another show. There, there's, a, there's, 
centuries of just pure hatred between the two, uh, but there's also hundreds of years of pure superstition. In, in many years that the, Jap the Chinese tried to invade Japanese islands, they always did it at the wrong time of year, and a monsoon would come and destroy almost always, right before they got to the Japanese shores. They could see the shores, and the Japanese people could see their ships coming, and they were preparing for battle. And then the monsoon would come through and wipe out the Chinese army. They drown right there, right? You know, hundreds of yards away from the China Japanese shore. Well, and you know what? Japan, they Japan were so really unsuccessful about that. Well, if the U.S. really cracked down on China and just cut them off from, from the world's food supplies, um, then Japan could probably do like they did in World War II, where they came in and traded bowls of rices for guns. So somebody yeah. asked me one time, how did, how did Japan conquer China? I said they swapped food for – these people were starving to death. They were cut off. There's no food getting into their country from any direction. Yeah. Um, yeah. And right now, that's what would happen. Europe would cut them off. The United States would cut them off. We'd make sure they couldn't get anything out of South America or Africa because uh, we'd sink anything that got even close. Uh, so mm -hmm. you're going to starve. And you 1.4 billion starving people is not a good scenario. So, yeah, you'd see a lot of that. You'd see a lot of people trading in on China, giving up on China. You'd see a lot, of, a lot of crackdown on the inside of the country. See, China knows that, though. They've been through this before. And what's yeah. funny about China is, do you all know China is – until recent times, after 5,000 years of history, China never started the war outside of its borders. Until recent times when they invaded, what was it, uh, Tibet? Vietnam. Really 19, 19, well, yeah, they took Tibet, but in yeah. 1979, they, they went into uh, Vietnam and got spanked in like two weeks. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah so yeah. so it's, 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 it's one of those things, you know, for a long time, they just stayed to themselves. Now they want to take the world. They think it's their turn to take the world. And you know what? Americans need to look back at history. The Romans were an empire for thousands, what, thousand, two thousand years. And they, they got yeah. their asses eventually kicked. There were other empires besides that. I mean, we had Alexander, we had the Greeks. I mean, there was a lot of empires that came and went. Let's not forget the, the British for one time almost owned the, the three quarters of the damn world. And uh, they're just a little empire these days. And, you know, the French were out there. I mean, France had, what was it? France or Italy, one of them had almost taken all of Europe over, um, except for Britain. So, you know, empires rise, empires fall. What we're trying to do is just keep ours maintained. We don't, we don't need to conquer the world. We just want to be left alone. <laughs> it just, our problem is, is we made a big mistake after World War II. We owned two-thirds of the world. We had that territory under our belt, and it would be easy Even to take Russia. Well, M McCartney, uh, no, not McCartney, what was his other name? He wanted to nuke Russia and be done with Russia, conquer Russia, oh, take Patton? China. Yeah, Patton? no, it wasn't Patton, it was McCarthy. Eisenhower. Yeah, it was McCarthy. Oh. And uh, he wanted to nuke him and then uh, take Russia, take China. And if we'd have done it, we'd own the world today. There would be none of this. We'd already took the Middle East. We'd already, Europe would have just joined. We'd be, if not, we'd be close to a full world government now and we wouldn't have all this bullshit going on. Because the U.S. would be in control and it would be a true be a democracy worldwide, or a true republic, I should say. What was that, Jay? I think it would be a much different place if that happened. It would be a different place. But but then you don't ever know when America might just flip out and decide to become the um, the new uh, the new let me control everything government. The new regime. Democrats make me nervous these days. You know, yeah, they they yeah, they, it kind of feels like that, doesn't it? With those yeah, guys, they, they yeah, they they just make me nervous lately. Some of the rules they want to put up and some of the things they want to. I mean, I mean, when you allow uh, companies like YouTube to to cartel free speech, you got issues, man. You need to think about that. 
I mean, somebody said, well, it's their company. They can put everyone. Well, that's not exactly true. They're a, they're a technology, not a technology company. They're a media company. And a media company has to honor free speech. So I don't even know how YouTube gets away with it. I guess nobody's challenging them. Or nobody has the money to challenge them. No, Dale. No, so I think they, there was a challenge. I think there was a challenge and they lost that challenge. I can't remember the specific case. But uh, it was something something about their state community standards and then the specific case, you know, they couldn't prove what yes. specific thing that they violated, yeah. something like that. Yeah, they um, well, it's like when all of a sudden there was roadblocks allowed in every state. So the problem with a roadblock is they're assuming you're guilty until you prove yourself innocent. Well, that's not what our yeah. country is based on. So there was a bunch of lawsuits and a bunch of states lost. So then they figured out, okay, if we tell you ahead of time, then we're not breaking the law. So like in Mississippi, they have to put it in the uh, newspaper three days ahead of time. In Louisiana, they have to put it on a, on a radio station, any radio station in your area, one hour before the roadblock. There's different rules for different states, but all states have to do it because what got them in trouble is, is people forget that your car is an extension of your home. So the same rights you have in your home is the same rights you have in your car. That's given to us by the Constitution. So the problem is, is, is you, when you get into this, they're like, well, driving's not considered a given right. And driving really is considered a, a right. I know y'all want to try to say it's not, but it is. It's a when you say roadblocks, do you mean like protest roadblocks or just no like roadblocks? But a cop's no, roadblock like, um, and stop you. DUI no. check. Pull you over and yeah. Sometimes DUI they call them safety checks. Check. They call them DUI checks. They have all kind of names for them. But under the Constitution, they are absolutely considered illegal because anytime it doesn't matter that it's your car, it doesn't even matter what it is. The fact that they're asking you to prove your innocence is against the law in this country. You're innocent until proven guilty. You're not guilty until proven innocent. And that's what they're doing. When they ask you to see your driver's license, they're assuming you do not have one and you're guilty until you hand them that license. That's absolutely and totally illegal in this country. So they had to adjust the laws so that they could have these, these roadblocks and safety checks. And most places, it hasn't made that much a difference in DUI drivers. Uh, it has making a difference in catching people who owed money to the state for whatever reason. You know, they had an outstanding ticket or this, that, or the other thing. Uh, but it doesn't really. And then there's the other problem. Let's say you get caught in a roadblock. Let's say you got an outstanding ticket, you get caught in a roadblock. Well, they're going to tow your car. Well, not only are you going to pay to whatever to fee to get your car, probably $200. And then they charge you between $35 and $55 a day. Let's say you're in jail for 10 days. Well, you just racked up $500 plus. The two hundred dollar tofu. That's seven. Let's say that you don't have the money and it extends out another thirty days, and now you owe these guys two grand. That should be absolutely illegal. They they make it where the, that you can't get out of trouble. They're not. They never take the human in consideration. Uh, for storage in a car that was towed, it should be no more than five dollars a day. I mean, this is a criminal or somebody who doesn't have the money to start off with. It shouldn't even be allowed, and, and the car shouldn't even be towed immediately. You should have two days to retrieve your car. Uh, so, but they don't care about that. All they care about is the, that's all it's about is the money. When I was growing up, you used to get big products for cheap prices. Now you get little products for expensive prices. Somewhere along the line, we decided that us, we, the people are garbage and we don't care about you. Um, you know, it's, it's like, okay, well, you know, in the old days, you know, you would have got like a big, huge drink and it would have been like maybe a dollar. Now they want to give you just a regular old drink and it's like $3. 
it's and just it's, it's, three quarters of that drink, Joe, is all ice. Well, that's that's mm-hmm. you know it depends on 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 the person. So, like McDonald's has taken all their self serve drink machines out now because they say it costs really? too much money. Yeah, they're taking them all out. Because they were charging one size, one one price for one size cup. You could get a small, medium, or large one cup for whatever price, and then you can sit there for however long and refill and refill and refill. And they said yeah. everybody refills before they leave, so it was just it was like giving away an of extra course. drink. So they want to get rid of that now. California is saying they may because California has two automated McDonald's somewhere, and um, fully automated McDonald's. So California is actually thinking about. Uh, getting rid of them because you know y'all keep raising raising your minimum wage, so they're thinking, well, that's that's getting rid of jobs. That's not helping bring jobs. That's getting rid of jobs. I mean, you know. Well, I said, now, why do you think they have two automated McDonald's in California? Because the labor, like they push the labor prices too high, so that's what yeah. that's what happens. And and they McDonald's wants to go to this. Well, McDonald's said they want to go to this plant. I've seen one of them. So they have a, a thing outside and inside where they feed boxes and different stuff in, and it sets up. I will say this, that we ordered three different orders for different people. Every order was right and everything was cooked perfectly. It's not like when you order food at a regular McDonald's where nothing's mm-hmm. right and the shit's never cooked right. Because I got to think about it. I don't want any food that's been nuked. Um, I liked when McDonald's well, decided to go back to cooking their ham, but their quarter pound is fresh again because at least it had some flavor to it. Because when you nuke ground, it just tastes funky. And uh, it gets rubbery. Yeah, you know, it does. It's just, nah. it's just, just, just nasty. And when I worked for McDonald's, I was a manager for them for about three years. By the way, guys, I will tell y'all this: GMs make big money for McDonald's, especially if you're in certain areas. I had a beach store, which did, uh, and back then, did a million dollars a month. Today, I bet you it makes about five. They give good bonuses too. It, like the guy has a McDonald's store in New Orleans, his bonus is three hundred thirty-five thousand dollars a year. Hmm. He makes two twenty-five in salary and three thirty-five in bonus. Um, yeah well that's not all some you mean their average manager an average manager in a nowhere store will make between 60 and 80 thousand dollars a year and all right hey joe i gotta go brother it's that time get out of here man because we got to get into these polls i gotta i gotta knock some polls out because we're getting we're getting ready to wrap up sean it was a pleasure dude how can i find your show oh so it's called through a glass darkly with sean and you can just find it on youtube yeah, he's All on right. YouTube right now. Eventually, he'll be over here with us, but I gotta, I gotta yeah. talk to Helly because I don't know what she's up to. So, right. what is it right good now? Good night, everybody. Good night, Sean. See ya. Be good, baby. Right. Good, good night, Sean. What is? I don't care about these. Uh, I don't care. I don't want to go state by state. Last time I went state by state, the Democrats were getting their asses kicked. Uh, let's see. Nationally, so national poll right now has oh, Trump up by five points. Who is this? This is 270 to win. Oh, okay. That's your site. Now let's go to the other side of 270 to win. And the national poll is 42 red, 41 uh, blue, 1.2 points to win. So both of theirs have have Trump winning. Let's see. Uh, Oh, so they said, I don't know. Didn't Virginia just elect a Republican governor? So I don't don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I'd yeah, count on them being blue this time around. <laughs> Tennessee's red out the Ohio. Carlisle group guy. Yeah, Arizona, Texas. See, Pennsylvania right now is at a tie, y'all. Pennsylvanians, 44-44. Uh, New Hampshire. Okay, sorry, Philadelphia will, you know, 
manufacture enough votes to yeah. steer it to the Democratic side. Oh, yeah. uh, now, see, they, they were trying to say Georgia was going, but these polls got Georgia going red this time. Uh, they got Michigan Last going red. Last week, they were going blue. Yeah, I know. Now, North Carolina, Nevada's all – even Nevada's going blue now. Mm. I mean, going red now. So, almost all the swing states are currently going red. That's just not a good sign for Biden. And unless something major happens in uh, one of these uh, one of these cases against Trump, I'm not sure if, if Biden can pull this out. No, not to worry. Print more ballots. That's all he's got to do. They, yeah, yeah, I think they're going to be watching a little harder this time now. Let's see. I don't think so. I, I don't especially think there's any so, for these people to watch. So, actually, um, if I remember this cor- correctly, if – if Trump is five points or more ahead of Biden going into the voting and Biden wins, there's an automatic investigation into the election. Uh, because it's only happened one time before and they were caught, uh, they were caught kind of red handed, but I never heard any presidents ever getting canned. So I don't know what the hell they did. I don't look, I look, there's always, there's always the chance that Trump doesn't make it to the election. That it always is. I mean, there's, but I don't know if there is or if there isn't because all the things I've read against him right now are not things that can keep him from running. The the stuff in Washington D.C. So when I originally heard this, I, I said, okay, yes, yeah, yeah, but a heart running. attack could keep him from running. Well, a heart attack could keep him from running. Yeah, well, yeah. It's, uh, sure. Well, I don't really know. Darth Cheney got a new heart and served as VP for another four years. Yeah, yeah, but Darth Cheney had the intelligence community behind him. No, he did. Darth Cheney was scary. Somebody yeah. asked me that day, why do you call him Darth Cheney? I said, because that was one evil son of a bitch, man. <laughs> I said, if there was somebody evil on the planet, it was him. And he's like, I said, I said he's still alive. I said, but he's he was evil, man. I said, yeah. he, him and Condoleezza Rice made George Bush's life a breeze, man. I mean, yeah, they protected him. He was in and, charge, like like vocally on the news. Yes. He was in charge of the administration. And everybody yeah. wanted Condoleezza to run for president. She would have won easily. Even the Democrats yeah. liked her, but she she just wouldn't. Yeah. She's like, no, I don't, she I don't no. want to. She's like, I don't, I don't, I don't think I want to go there. Well, what's his name? Uh, what was the black general? He said he didn't want to run because um, he was scared he'd be the first uh, black man assassinated as president. Yeah, and uh, Colin who Powell. Who was that? Was. Colin, 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 Colin Powell. Powell. Yeah, Colin Powell. Uh, we're already seeing how chaotic that 2024 election is going to be. Supreme Court agrees to decide whether Trump can be barred from holding office. They are, they're already going to say no on that. Uh, he left the dirty work for the others. Biden on Trump's in, involvement in January 6th. Um, see, that's you see what he's, Biden said? He left the dirty work to others, which means there's no nothing on him. Let's know this, ladies and gentlemen. If the Democrats in any effing shape and form could have brought treason against Trump, he'd have been charged with it. Yep. yep. That's the only thing that can keep him out of office right now, and there is nothing, nobody trying to get him for treason. Um, and then somebody said, oh, well, he's, it's voter fraud or voter tampering in Georgia. He's no voter tampering. Anymore. He had nothing to do with voters. He said he just wanted to have a recount is all he was after. Yeah. Uh, most of this state, most of this country right now is red or pink. There's very little blue compared to what it usually is. And you've even got Oregon and Colorado even on the end. See, that's why Colorado wanted to do it. Colorado is only 4% out of being red right now. Wow. Yeah, I bet you, I bet you that little stunt they pulled probably made them more red. Yeah. It, it's You know, and I told this at the beginning because I told people in the very beginning, the reason Trump won the first time is he didn't have to pay for press. 
Do you know he yeah. only spent $330 million in that election? That That's the lowest of any president in probably fucking 20 years. And because um, they, they did it for him. And I kept telling everybody, I said, every time y'all charge him, he's going to go up in the polls. And in front of, I said, I'll bet you $500 every time. I said, okay, I'll take it. Every time they charged him, he went up in the polls. He was yeah. literally at one point 22 points behind Biden. When he got charged in New York, he went up five points. When he got charged in D.C. Yeah, they should have just ignored him. Like, totally yeah. ignored him. They That's what they should have done. They would have been better they off. Just, but they're, they're making mm -hmm. him into it. Plus, they're making their own party think that what they're doing is not right. You got a lot of Democrats mm -hmm. that think that this is bullshit. Because they're scared now. That's because well, it isn't right. <laughs> right? Like, it's anti-democratic. They're, like, it is trying to knock people off they the just, ballot. Like, look, if they did the same thing to Biden, like that would be like that would be oh, really wrong. It would be like they'd be screaming ridiculous. up and down the hallways. <laughs> and they should be, be screaming up and down the hallways if that happened. Like you shouldn't be yeah. doing stuff like that by making it an election less democratic. I just don't get it. Well, it's been a while now that the I've been noticing that the Democrats have been trying to change stuff around and and, and they, they really because I think there's I don't even know why they're scared. They carry all the major cities. It's um pretty much. I mean, that's what that's what shocks me about some. But of the that. heartland so taught him a lesson. That, that, you know, that's what it is. The heartland taught him. areas kill an entire state yeah. from one color but, to the other. But the but the heartland and the um the other states taught him a lesson. They taught the Democrats a lesson when uh, a bunch all of a sudden half the country decided to go vote. They were like, mm -hmm. "Oh no, wait, where's all these people coming from?" And then he got a, Donald Trump got a lot of the swing states uh, last time around. He's going to probably get a lot of swing states this time around. I don't know how Biden, first off, is going to swing, especially if they lose this case in Georgia. I don't know how Biden's going to swing Georgia. He's going to lose Georgia. Now, if they get a conviction, maybe not. But the problem for any conviction is it's going to be immediately appealed. And this is the sneaky part to all of this. So we're now in January. So we're legit 10 months from, from election time, a little less than 10 mm -hmm. months now. So if Trump... If they if they can get him and he does get appeals, which means the appeals will be going on. If he wins, you can't prosecute a sitting president. So all of a sudden, all of this goes away for four years. Well, guess what? He can also pardon himself, but statute of limitations will run out before he gets out of office. Well, and here's the thing: he can also start pulling the same crap that is being weaponized on him. Yeah, right? yeah. like that's a possibility. And, and uh, well, right now afraid. they're going to yeah they're going to they're going to investigate Biden no matter what. You're going to hear this impeachment stuff all the way up to election time. Um, but see, the Republicans are playing two dangerous games. One, if they talk impeachment and don't do it, that's going to hurt them come yeah. election time. Yep. Um, yep. You know, they, they you can't just say, hey, 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 and then nothing, nothing, because people are going to be like, no, sorry, guys. Uh, you, you just bullshitted us. And two, they keep having people in the House leave. Yeah. <laughs> Santos. I mean, that yeah. guy should have been gone, though. Well, he should have been was... gone, but you got McCartney's <laughs> leaving. You got the other guy who left. I mean, if they, mm -hmm. if anybody else leaves, they're going to lose control of the House. Uh, they were talking about it on CNN yesterday. They better be careful. Yeah. He, I think they said there's only two of them out from losing the House. So, I mean, they're, they're their own. McCartney, I understand. He's just pissed because he got, <laughs> you know, he got fired. You know, he's just pissed. And, uh, and I don't blame him, but why hurt your party because you weren't the guy? Well, that's because it's know. all about him. That's why. It's yeah, it is. That's him. the problem. It's all about him. And that's yeah. what's really happened to politics today. It's all about it's all about the election. See, it used to be what can we get done? People were proud to get things done and to yeah. show, show and that got people elected. But today 
it's all about, no, I got to make sure and whatever cheating, stealing, whatever I can do, that's what I'm going to do uh, to win. Uh, Carol, hold on here. We'll go through some polls right quick. So yeah, this I mean, is Congress should a, form its own hedge fund. I mean, it would be, you know, better than Well, I mean, they, they you remember Congress can, uh, they don't have to abide by, um, which we call it trading. They can inside trade. Yeah, which is... That, I mean, like the fact that that hasn't been handled yet is absolutely outrageous. And they were supposed, well, they passed a bill and then, but then they found that so many people were doing it that they had to re-alter the bill uh, because they would have to put half of Congress in jail. But yet they put Martha Stewart in jail for six months because somebody in Congress told her about this. I was like, give me a freaking break, man. Uh, What is this? Oh, no, this is, uh, no, this is, which one is this? 35, this is 3550. Is that what it is? 30, 30, 30. 3538 is what these polls are. So this is as of uh January 5th. Joe Biden's approval rating is 41% and 59 disapprove. Ooh, that's 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 not good. Okay, mm-hmm. this is active voters. General election 2024. Biden 46, Trump 54. That's eight points. Yeah. But yet, oh, wow. NBC kept telling how how they were in cahoots together. They were, I mean, they were uh, they were right next to each other. So what is this? Emerson College. We don't care about Phillips. And I notice they never want to mention Kennedy in these votes. Right, because I mean that's like a three way split right there. I mean, Biden well, he's going to take more votes might, from, might from, get, from Trump. So I, and that's why they don't yeah, want to talk. Yeah, Biden might get Ross Perot in this one. That's that's what I was thinking. I brought yeah. that up a couple of weeks ago, about well, last week actually. Let's see the Economist. Uh, let's see your gov. Uh, the economy, sixty-eight percent disapprove. Uh, you doubted covenant. Your economy, sixty percent disapprove. Um, let's see economy again, fifty-eight disapprove. Fifty-eight disapprove. Fifty-eight disapprove. Uh, U.com, 48, 48, 48. Man, uh, nobody likes the economy. Well, what, what did Carville always say? Well, I mean, the we're, economy we're stupid. $4 a gallon of gas. Right. I mean, Jesus. Well, and that, by the way, that's subsidized because we drew down the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, right? Yes, that's true, too. We for did. No, for, no, for no goddamn reason, good reason. And as far as I know, we haven't actually put it back. No, no. He Actually, just today. Oh, Daddy, he needs to get it back. They bought back. Uh, yeah, they bought back a bunch of. Stuff, let's see. So. Uh, generic ballot, uh, twenty-four election. <laughs> Democrats forty percent. Republicans forty-six percent. Let's see what we got down here. Favorable rating for Republicans, thirty-four uh, percent for Democrats, nineteen percent. Jesus, man, what have y'all been doing, Democrats? You're pissing off the whole country, apparently. Uh, let's see, Chris, Chris, uh, Republicans average, ooh, 61 unfavorable, Democrats 61 unfavorable, damn. Wow. Y'all guys better get y'all shit together. Let's see, Donald Trump, uh, favorable rating amongst Republicans, 94%. Holy crap. Wow, is that voters or like Congress? Yeah, that's that's Republicans. That's just Republicans at favorable. favorable well, they're just they're just pissed Trump. off. They're just pissed off. They made this guy into a lightning rod, and they didn't have to do that. Uh, I, you know, did. it just didn't make any sense. It, it just it, they were doing these, and you're thinking the whole time, why are you doing this to yourself? You know, right. you're actually helping this guy out, and I right. guess they didn't think he would get sympathy for these cases. I'm thinking, how could you possibly think that? No one thinks. Well, well I mean, DeSantis thought- would have been perfectly fine, but they like 
but they just turned again, Trump and no lightning rod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what they did. And I mean, they, they just, it's, it's almost like the Democrats didn't realize what they were doing. I mean, Okay, so not, if, I mean, if just... well, because they thought, oh, all, everybody loves them, and that's how it's going to be. So in New York, there's no Republicans or independents involved in his cases at all. And the judge was obviously a hater when he was in office. She said all kind of nasty stuff about him. So go down to Georgia, the district attorney did the same thing, said, talked all kind of, both of them should have already dismissed themselves from the cases because of what they yeah, said previously yeah. about it. There's no way they can be Because they're biased already. Yeah, so there's no way. So they should have already dismissed themselves. Yeah. So there are already grounds for, there are already grounds for a, a mistrial or for, or at uh, least an ethics violation on the part yeah, of those. So, you know. So well, then that, you go to the people like, like people have an intrinsic sense of, like what's corruption and what's not, and what's justice and what's injustice. Like, look, mm-hmm. Trump is a, uh, you know, not an easy guy to like. You know, he it's says some really like. crass things and. And mm. but the problem is, is he's been cast as somebody who has been the subject of just injustice, right? Like stuff that's just, I mean, it's just on on the face of things, it's just ridiculous, right? Well, like I for mean, for for okay. like having an appraisal, right? That mm. you know, to say that his like Marilagos were worth eighteen million dollars is insane, right? It's like it's worth way more than that, and just to yeah. have a case. Based on something that is a standard practice, when you buy and sell anything, even your house, you're going to say it's worth more than the buyer thinks it's worth, and the well, buyer's going to you know say it's worth less. That's just it's like it's a common funny, practice. Because Sodom Ora said, and which is a Democrat on the Supreme Court, she said, "Well, wait, this judge has got a, uh, a estimator's license." He said, "How?" Hmm. She said, "I don't understand how this judge is saying how much his property's worth." Because she wanted to know if he had, you know, maybe the judge had been in a in a different life or in a different job, you know, in the past, maybe they did, you know, appraisals for homes or, or businesses. Well, the problem is, is so here comes the, the, the bank people. So the bank people tell the judge, what do you think? We're stupid. You don't think we didn't check him out before we loaned him $500 million. And he paid it back. So, I mean, so everybody's kind of like, well, what is this really about? So mm-hmm. that case, of course, just, and you know, and then the guy, Thirty was it thirty eight or twenty eight of the ones he brought were already out of. Um, they had to drop them because they had passed the statute of limitations. And some of these other ones they think are going to end up passing. So I don't know. There's just lot, so that just showed right there that this is simply just about the politics. It's, it's nothing else. It's a political attack. There's no question. So the DC yeah. is yeah. definitely a political attack, and so it's hard to say it's not. You know, NBC and CNN, they might try to get up there and say it, but most Americans looking at this, you have four states. And the reason why it's such a hard sell for the news media is we had three years of Russia, 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 Russia. And we found out that Russia, 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 Russia Russia was a lie. And it was a big lie. And the person who did it should be in jail for trying to throw a change in election result by putting out false information. But she didn't even get spent. And the the other thing is, like, most people see this. And they're like, if they're going to do this kind of lawfare against this guy, right, who can yeah, actually defend himself, who has the resources, what are they going to do to you? That's right? Exactly so it's it just, what are they gonna do and to people you? see that and it's terrifying. So they created this golem and they're going to get, and they're going to have to deal with the golem that they created. Yeah, you know, I was talking to a good friend of mine over at NBC yeah. the other day and, um, uh, he was the one that got me to Rachel Maddow interview and we were talking. He's like, Joe, 
He said, I tell these idiots every day, stop, stop, stop talking about Trump. Oh, you're helping him win. And he said, my yeah. boss says, no way he can win. He's going to be a convicted felon. He's, so he said, he went and got the book out and said, look, read, a convicted felon can be president. And he said, it doesn't yeah. matter because he's going to get everything appealed before the, end of, before the election is held. So everything will be in limbo during the election. So if once he gets the appeals, he can say, look, see, the appeals court thinks I'm innocent because they gave me the appeal. And then it's going to be hard for them to fight back because, of course, it's going to be in an appeal. And and already everybody already knows this. And this is what and this is what I think pissed off the Democrats more than anything else. They realize no matter what happens here, win, lose or draw, this is going to end up in front of the Supreme Court and they're going to overrule every one of these cases. Uh, mm-hmm. Whether it's nine or six, they're going to overrule these cases. So all they're doing is spending a lot of America's money and wasting a lot of time so that they can think that they can win an election. Jimmy, it is true. Um, Governor Newsom, Governor Hochul, and I forgot to whoever the governor is in uh, Washington says, uh, they actually said they want to bring back the mass mandate immediately. <laughs> so, and the reason why is this, they want to try to get enough states to do this so they can hide Joe Biden down in the cellar again like they did. That's not going to mm. work this time. He's going to have well, to get out there and debate down the flood of, of migrants in, into the country, right? Yes, right? I mean, he weaponize them and, and cause all sorts of chaos during and the see, election. See, that's what worries me about them. So they could be here mm-hmm. as voters, but these people, most people don't realize this. So when this is all said and done, we're going to have like close to 14, 15 million illegals in our country. Y'all don't know, they could be a fifth column. Yeah. These guys could well, be sitting by It's China already surpassed the natural American birth rate. You know that, right? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we, we got to figure something out because we can't, as citizens, what do you mean, Jimmy? You mean white people is what you're talking about. Actually, white people within 15 years will be eligible for, um, um, what do you call it? Um, shit. Why did it go out of my head as soon as I was going to say it? Um, I know what you're talking about. It for some reason, it just won't come back in my head. No, it's when you uh, we give blacks and Hispanics this. Um, affirmative action. Affirmative action. Yes, we'll be 48% of the population, and so we'll actually qualify. So what are they going to do? Are they going to keep giving everybody affirmative action? They're going to do the now same thing they do to, to Asians. So now they're going to have to give it to <laughs> you white get nothing. people? You get nothing because you're succeeding. Yeah. Right. Well, poor Asians, they get treated. So the worst, of course, the worst people in the country is, is the poor American Indians. They get treated far worse than anybody else. We did a yeah. show just recently on them, and a the guy's like, what do you mean they don't have running water? I said, they don't have electricity or running water. I said, oh, there's a lot of reservations that has neither one. He said, well, the American public. I said, the problem for this is, is technically the Indian nations are sovereign territory. They don't actually belong to us. They're their own country. Yeah. I said, so I said, sometimes they don't want our help. And, and then said, some of the reservations are wealthy. They have casinos, and they have plutonium mm-hmm. mines, and, and some of them are not. I said, in the end, they get treated far worse than anybody else in this country does, blacks, whites, or Hispanics. I said, but still, it's a different it's a different setup than it is with everybody else. What do you mean? Hispanics Hispanics like coming to America. Some do. The only bitch I've heard from any Hispanics lately is, is they don't want illegals coming to their country because they had to come here the legal way, which takes seven freaking years. And you have to go to school. And you have to learn a language. And you have to know this. And you have to know that. And they don't think it's, it's fair that test. Joe Smo gets to jump the border and just become a citizen. They're actually against DACA and stuff like that. Yes. And get free health Trump insurance in, in California. Yeah. 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 My tax dollars are now paying for free t- free health insurance for people yes. who are not even citizens. But yeah, we can't get no free health insurance. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah. No, Harry, we got to go. But 
So far, we went through poll, three poll sites tonight. Everybody's got Trump ahead right now. There's no nobody even got him close. Um, I haven't looked at NBC or CNN polls, but even theirs are going to probably have him close. Yeah, it's just well, Trump. Trump's got a favorable rating right now. He's not even doing. He's not even going to. He hasn't even going against his candidates. I mean, his uh, <laughs> opponents. He's like, yeah, whatever. Um, well, because you don't need to. He's that popular amongst Democrats right now. I mean, amongst, I'm sorry, I said Democrats, amongst Republicans. I'm no, sorry. you're probably right. There are probably some Democrats who are like- Oh, yeah, he's, he's got growing. Well, so like in case you didn't know this, in, in the last election, he got 44% of the vote in New York, 44%. Uh, there's a chance that he can turn New York red, especially with the massive people leaving. Yeah. I mean, Florida, Florida won't be an in, in problem state for probably another decade or two. And I've, I've learned something about Democrats who move to the South. They don't always vote blue because they've learned their lessons for living in cities like Chicago and New York. And they don't want Tampa to be one of those cities. No, they don't. And they don't want Jackson or Pensacola to be one of those cities. They're clean cities or Atlanta. They're clean cities. Lots of good jobs. Very low crime rate. Mm-hmm. Very friendly people. Yes, they don't. They they've learned that you know what they were ecking up and they were voting blue. Well, you have to live in a you have to live in a shitty place and then go to a good place to realize you know what I've been effing up. I can't tell you how many of my friends who used to live in Chicago have moved back to New Orleans, and a lot of them are black. Uh, a good a good set of friends of mine was a, a family uh, of lawyers. Mom and dad, I mean, the husband and wife were both lawyers, moved in Chicago pretty young, made a good career for themselves. They said the city got so bad and so nasty and so violent they had to come home. And New Orleans isn't that much of a safe city, but still yeah. safer than, you know. Well, no, for some reason, blue cities are just dangerous. Blue-controlled cities are just dangerous. I don't know why. I don't know if the Democrats do it on purpose because um, there's no need for it. I'll tell you a little secret. So we got to go after this. So um, Hurricane Tr- Katrina hit New Orleans. And when it did, it ran off a lot of people. It sent people to Houston. It sent them up north. It sent them all over the country. And a lot of them decided they didn't want to come home because – uh, benefits uh, were better in other states than they were in Louisiana. Houston gave them great benefits. They didn't never want to leave. The ones that went out uh, west or went up east, they got much better benefits. So they, they wanted to stay there. Yeah. So it helped to get a lot of the crime out of the city. But New Orleans did something different. It tore down all of its projects. Tore them all down, all to the ground. And it built, went back and built really nice places, Really nice apartment complexes with duplexes and triplexes and all kind of wonderful stuff, swimming pools and tennis courts and gated communities, and rich and poor people live there. So now these kids who were growing up in a ghetto are growing up in a nice place in a nice neighborhood, and they're actually meeting wealthy people who actually care about life. So the crime rate, especially in some areas in the New Orleans, has dropped through the floor because our children are different now. They're changing. They're realizing they don't have to go out and sell drugs or shoot people or rob people to make a living. They've been given a different choice. And, you know, growing up in Fisher Housing Project or growing up in the place that's there now is so much different that even the parents have a hard time. It's just a different world. And it's made a grand difference. The problem with this is, yeah. is New Orleans could do it because Katrina wiped out everything and we had federally funding and state funding. But places like New York and Chicago who have massive ghettos uh, can't get rid of them. They don't know how to get rid of them. And until they get rid of them, crime's never going to change. Yeah. But they you have know, enormous only, tax bases. That's the problem. Like they have gigantic they, they are, tax bases. I, I, so they and got they, they got to figure something out. What do you mean, San Francisco? I mean, yeah, it's like yeah. willful incompetence. I mean, yeah, it is willful. No incompetence. other way to. 
Hmm. You mean, I don't know what happened. I, I, it's been a long time since I've been in San Francisco. So probably, I mean, a long time since I was in a service, but it was a beautiful city. Now I got friends who live there. I got friends that are leaving too. They say that half the time you can't walk on sidewalks because there's just people shitting on the sidewalk. Yeah. And, uh, a, a good friend of mine took a video. He was, he said he, he was walking from downtown San Francisco to his house, which was like two miles, three miles. And um, he said along the way, it was just a disgusting walk. Then he said, there's people just show up in your yards and, and go to sleep and the police won't come out and get them, but you're not to go, supposed to go out there with your gun or anything. He said, so he said, I don't feel safe here anymore. My wife doesn't feel safe here anymore. And they don't want to leave because San Francisco, he makes good money and it's a beautiful city. You know, it's just more and more people there are getting disgusted. And of course, Nancy Pelosi lives there. So that's enough reason to move on its own. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> All right. Last question, Selma. So the reason why I got so nervous after Obama, because I voted for Obama the first time, that I got so nervous about them as Nancy Pelosi got on national television and said, pass the bill, then read it. Now, this yeah. was a 6,000-page bill. Pass it, then read it. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> that was it for me. That was that was the end. That was I was done. I, I said, I can't have any Part of your job. I said, you can't, you can't do that. I mean, you should have slowed it down. I know they were scared they were going to lose the House, which they did, and then they lost the Senate. But that's the reason they lost the House and the Senate. Because instead of giving us Obamacare, they gave us catastrophic coverage. So yeah. for poor people, it didn't help them any. Unless they're dying of cancer or got run over by a car, this isn't helping them. This, this $7,000 deductible a year isn't helping them. They still got to pay all their bills until they get to the $7,000 deductible. And different insurances now, if you use your deductible, it doesn't always carry through the year. Sometimes you have to pay it again. So it was just a bad, it was just bad. It made Obama look bad. It made everybody look bad. And yeah. uh, now there's like only one left in each state on the portals. I mean, it's, it's just, it could have been a great thing for our country. But no, we couldn't have bipartisanship. We had to have assholeship. No, I thought the Republicans were wrong for trying to get rid of it. The Republicans should have tried to fix it, not get rid of it. Mm-hmm. That's what they should have done. Yeah, think about it. If they would have fixed it, they'd still be in control of everything. Yeah. They might no, yeah. yeah they, let's just get rid of it. It sucks. We don't want Obama to have anything. I mean, whatever. He was president of the country. He needs to have something. No, we got to go, guys. It's past 12. No more questions. You got Sean and me. We're going to get out of here. Sean will be around pretty soon. I'll get, we're going to find out where he's going to be and who he's going to, where the show is going to be at and all. And then he's coming back with us next week. And uh, well, we, we're going to have him off and on. We'll have, invite him on news on the flip side and let him could get used to the crazies. Plus it's a good place for him <laughs> while he's building his own show to get audience over there. Uh, I'm trying to get hold of Wolf Moon because I stiffed him out on a show. So I got to get back in touch with him. So we're going to have him back on sooner or later on this show. And uh, we're going to give away one of his books, which is, uh, which one is it? It is uh, How to Write a Howling Good Story. Hmm. No, Sean's an author. Yes. Y'all should have met him on the author's school. Well, go back and listen. He was on with us two weeks ago, three weeks ago, two weeks ago, huh? Yeah, two weeks ago, I think. So y'all go back and catch it. No, no, no I think the archive did somewhere in a 300, 400,000 range. Um. Yeah, it's on SoundCloud or any of the other places that we are. Go check it out. Yeah, go see his. Well, no, he writes books. What the hell you think an author is? <laughs> is? Is my accent that bad tonight? Jesus, people. No, you know what? He makes fairy dust. That's what he does. How's that? Uh-huh. Yes. But only the fairy best. Dust. 
podcast. Only the good <laughs> stuff. Only the good stuff. <laughs> anyway, guys and girls, we got to go. I want to. Th- oh, um, oh, well, you might as well plug your book while you're here, man. Yeah. So I have a uh, new book out. Actually, let me grab it. Weird World War China. All right. So it's an anthology of about 20 short stories about what would war with China look like, but with uh, paranormal characteristics. He's got a couple of these weird world ones. I should go check them out. Yeah. Well, go listen to the, the archive and you know what we're talking about. Buy a book, people. I know everybody's broke. It's January, but you know, dig deep, man. Dig deep. We all got to eat, people. I'm just telling you. <laughs> on that note, I want to tell everyone thanks for tuning in to United Public Radio and News on the Flip Side. I hope y'all enjoyed the show. I've seen lots of crazy comments tonight, so I'm glad everybody was happy. Um, I will be here tomorrow with. Uh, Wesley Dean Smith on author uh, John Goodman will be with me. We'll be interviewing Wesley Dean Smith tomorrow. Uh, he is uh, all in one package, author, writer, uh, publisher, editor. He does everything. And uh, so he'll be with us. He's one of the judges from writers of the future. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So, and y'all will get to check him out. No, he's insane. He's, he's far more insane than Sean and I and Jr. I mean, Jesus, he's just, <laughs> he's, he's fun to talk. No, y'all enjoy. He's a lot of fun to talk to. And he knows his stuff and he gives, he's one of the few people at the, at the, uh, gala that gives me shit too. Uh, most everybody leaves me alone because I'm pressed. They're like, no, he's pressed. Don't talk to him. <laughs> he's, he's the scary guy. I'm the nicest guy there, people. Um, no, I'm, I'm the guy you want to talk because we give y'all archives. We, we do a show and, it's your archive. You can give it to anybody. You can send it out to a prospective job or somebody who's looking for talent or anything. Yeah, they're there. Um, oh, no, we got to go. But to be honest, it's different. All winners are different. Yes. Some are way more extra. Some are extroverted. Some are inverted. Uh, some are just crazy. It's uh, It just depends. And there's all ages from I've interviewed from 17 to 70 there. So, yes. It's, yeah. It's, and it's Joe, Joe, you're burying the lead, too. I'm I'm one of the winners. I was a winner in volume 33. Yes. So, see, and we have all the yeah. good people that come on, all the winners. We have the winners and the judges that come on. So y'all get to see the, the best of the best of the best. What the hell show was that off of? <laughs> the best of the best of the best. <laughs> oh, sorry. My brain is in loop mode tonight. Uh, no. So come back and see us next week. Um well, what, I mean, we always talk a little bit about the Ukraine, a little bit about Russia. We missed Israel for some reason tonight. Yeah, we got, we got Israel for a little bit. And, yeah, a little uh, bit. Well, the last I heard about Israel is Netanyahu's figuring out how they're going to run the place. Yeah, after they, yeah. They, they pull out of it. After they take it over, yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so. What do you mean, do I like Netanyahu? Netanyahu is, is he's, he's Netanyahu. Let's leave it at that. Yeah. I've seen worse. I've seen better. Um, I don't. I don't even pay attention to English Prime Minister right now because they haven't been doing anything, other than they told Russia don't don't get froggy with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was the last thing. Well, no, the woman was only there for like a day or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know was what it, that was. That was just was, like a. I, I don't know. That was one of them weird things. That was like an Alpha Doctor Who episode or something. Um, <laughs> yes. No, we got to go. Thanks again. Thank everyone for tuning in to United Public Radio. Yes, I'm a Doctor Who fan. <laughs> Stop. I'm not looking at the screen. Anymore. Let me just move the screen. Thank everyone. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening to United Public Radio and News on the Flip Side. I really do truly hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, any moans, groans, bitches, or complaints, you write to Michelle DeRoche. Attention, Joe Montalvo. That's how you do that. Yes, Michelle DeRoche. Yes. No, she does what all the... Don't send her no frivolous complaints because she might reach their phone and bitch slap your ass. Uh, she's the boss. 
I'm, I'm the owner. She's the boss. Yes, mm-hmm. that's a difference. She runs the network. Yes, uh, that's that's. You can do. You can talk to me all day long, and I can give you a show. But in the end, she's the one who decides where you're going to go and what you're going to do. Yes, she's the one that decides that because she's the one that handles where everybody's at. Because people, all right, we got daytime slots open, we got weekend slots open, but everything's filling up really fast. And uh, again, good night. Stay tuned for Spaced Out Radio with this Scott Scott Madman Scott. Scott's insane. Yeah, Dave Scott's insane. Uh, but anyway, go check out Spaced Out Radio with Dave Scott. Tell him I said hi if you guys talk to him. On that note, good night. Be sure you go out and vote. Remember my rule: you can't, you can't. If you don't vote, you can't bitch. Good night. Yeah, don't complain if you don't throw in the towel. Good night.